What it do, what it do, it's Fishing Grits, and I'm Hot Boy, your favorite baby daddy. Hey, it's Terry, Fishing Grits. Really real, what's good, people? What's going on, what's going on? Today's featured artist is Billionaire Rob, and the song is called Simply Amazing. Once again, you can put your music on Fishing Grits at 404 at gmail.com, Facebook, and Instagram. So what's going on, people, what's going on? Talk to me. What's going on? How's everybody weekend? Hey, it was straight. We, we it was here, straight. man. We we here. It was yes. so pretty this weekend. Yes, it was. I finally went back to work, so yeah, I finally oh, got it in. Okay, yeah. okay. I know you're happy okay. about that. I know that's yeah, right. Um, it's not for it. us sitting um, in the house. Look here, I'm glad to have the gym back. Yes. I'm so glad to have the gym back. Yes. Listen. And um, I like how they got the social distancing yeah. at the gym. Yeah. Um, at Planet Fitness, they got social distances. Every other equipment. Um, and there are signs mm-hmm. on them, so you can't use them. So, and then I, to think I'm about it, for, for the people who still don't want to come out, the gym hasn't been that crowded. Yes. So, you know, when I go Thank to the weights, I don't have to wait. I love it. Yes, yes. That's what's up. I ain't been to the gym yet, but I got my own little gym at the house, so right. I was doing that. Yeah. So, okay. I'm straight, I'm straight, I'm straight. What's going on, everybody? What's up, Crystal? What's up, Miracle? Kenya? Hey. What's going on with y'all? How y'all doing today? I'm reading it. I'm reading it. Everybody joining in, watching. In. Yeah. Okay, come on, y'all. Come on. Today's topic. Today's topic is we're going to talk about child, child support. support. Child support. Chasump. When it come out your check, it says chasump. Across <laughs> your check. Y'all know what that is. That's chasump. Child support. Child oh, support. Man. People got it so twisted, so twisted. Boy, niggas hate to see that chasump come out their check, boy. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Hey, that's what happened when you want to be grown and have them babies. Oh, have mercy. Hey, Ma. Lady <laughs> Fi, just tuned in. Hello. What's hey, good, Ma? Ma. <laughs> so I'm just going to start out with a brief, brief de- definition of child support. So basically in family law or public po- policy, child support is an ongoing periodic payment made by a parent for a financial benefit of a child following the end of the marriage or relationship. End of the relationship <laughs> or marriage. So, and it's clearly to financially support the child. Okay, so we gonna start off with child support. We already clearly stated what child support is. Um, so, what, what, I wanna get, this is definitely gonna be for like the men. Um, we have a lot of women who are on child support. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. There are a lot of single fathers out here now. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a mis- misconception when it comes to child support, what child support is for. And people run away from child support. So for the men, how do you all feel? What is child support to you? 
Go ahead, Rail. Go ahead, Rail. <laughs> Go ahead, Rail. What's up, Q? Oh, I see man. you, boy. I mean, you know, like you say, it's payments, basically. You know, where you take care of the child. You know, depending on the situation, I may or I may not agree with it. Um, I feel like in situations, if the uh, parent, you know, the co-parent or whatever you want to call it, if they are stepping up to the plate and they're taking care of their child, I don't feel like they should be put on child support. You know, but I mean. Okay. But what is child support to you? Okay, child support to me, I'm just telling you from my example, mm -hmm. it wasn't much to me. Because, you know, since my dad wasn't around, my mom raised me from a little boy mm -hmm. up to, you know, 18. Mm -hmm. And that was, she never took him back. It was only fit back. You got to remember, this is the late 80s, early 90s. So $58, that's all it was. $58. So your mother payment for child support was $58, $58 a month. $58 a month, yes. And see, situations like that, I feel mm -hmm. like the father should be ashamed. Yeah ashamed of himself because $58 a month is so nothing. For me, that was only haircut money, canteen, right. you know, canteen money. Mm -hmm. Money, you know, when you, before you get a job, before you're old enough to get a job, you know, go on a date, you know, to the movies and something. This that's before was the you. movies was expensive. You know, that's what it was for me. $58? 50, was that a month lot. or a week? That was like probably every two weeks. Okay, hey, every two weeks. That's still okay. ain't enough. That's still, I'm just saying, yeah, that's fifty eight dollars exactly. a month. Ain't, but but that's no why money. I love. That's why I love my mom though. You right. know, I love her to death because of yeah. what she did. She sacrificed. She sacrificed so much for me. So, right. but you know, it's supposed to be in situations like that. If you have the dad or the mother in that situation, and they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, it's supposed to be to help. You know, you it there took you two go. to tango. It took two to make that child. So, you know, you got to go ahead and do what you got to do. You know, to make sure that you're taking care of that child. child so right. that's how I feel about it. Absolutely. Well, on my end, I think child support is specifically for the child. It's supposed to be to make sure the child has everything they need, want, and desire. So it shouldn't be. Um, Hit that. Uh -oh, there you go. There you go. Is it playing? No, it ain't playing. You got to um, go back. Hold on a second, y'all. <laughs> Hold on, y'all. We we got technical difficulties. We're trying to get everything situated. Get out of that. Get it, get it together. Now get it together. They ain't even on this, so they only know what we going on. Hold on, y'all. Is it the dog on? Um, Okay, I think we back. I think we back. Are we back? Yeah. Okay, I think we back. Jordan, Jordan just joined in. Okay, let's see. Broadcast interrupted, so we gotta get out of that and go back. Okay, let's see. 
It's back on. All right, we back, y'all. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Kick this off for some reason. You got it? Yep. Okay. Okay. Once again, I think child support for, you know what I'm saying, a child is strictly for the child, Mm -hmm. for the um, living expenses, clothes, food, you know what I'm saying, Medicaid, all that kind of good stuff, to make sure the child is taken care of. I don't think child support is supposed to be used as, you know what I'm saying, residual income Mm -hmm. to help you live your glamorous life. If you, you know what I'm saying, a mother that want to got doggone, okay, I want to live in a, a $1,200 a month house, mm-hmm. and I'm going to use my child support as the balance to live in a $1,200 a month house. I don't believe that's what child support is for. Child support is for the child, not mm-hmm. for you to have a nicer car or you to have a nicer home. That's not what I, I believe child support is for. So that's why we're having this conversation today about child support. What is it for? What does it mean? To be on child support because I think like for real for real some women use child support as a weapon yeah I've been seeing posts all mm. week like every time we discuss a, um <laughs> we discuss a topic for some reason the Lord always go on Facebook and make somebody post something ignorant on Facebook I seen a post where the girl said oh my baby dad talking shit let me go ahead and file these child support paperwork mm. I was like damn it's mm. like that, but see, dudes are scared of child support. Mm-hmm. You know what well, I'm saying? That and see, that to me is my concern because I feel like personally, if you know you have a ex, mm-hmm. or um, y'all going through divorce, or it's just a baby mama, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, if you know she is bound to act a fool, mm-hmm. go file yourself. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. See, this with a misconception. Yeah. <laughs> we got to break this down to you because. Usually, usually, women don't start acting a damn donkey till after they had a child or after y'all break up. Because they know they got them. Right, but the purpose of child, okay, so let's take it back because I just said the purpose mm-hmm. of child support is when the relationship ends. Yeah, but you can't, you can't judge them on our relationships going on because when y'all relationship going can't. on, y'all, y'all so, they so sweet, so nice, everything so Fine and dandy. There's no issues going on when they are y'all still in a relationship. It's when the relationship ends, when problem. the true, st- true feelings and true emotions come out, where she done changed to a whole totally different person. And now you like this ain't the same girl I laid down mm-hmm. with. This ain't the same girl I was supposedly in love with, or what we ever had going on. Now she done changed to a totally different person. And matter of fact, when y'all break up, sometimes the dude changes to a totally different person yeah, too. We done, we so seen it. everybody yeah. start changing. You get the real them after y'all break up, mm-hmm. and he be like, "Yo, this ain't the girl." I was in love with. This ain't yeah. the dude I was in love with. Now they acting funny. Let me go put him on child support. Since you want to do right. Okay, so <laughs> let me ask you this: in the in the event that y'all have a horrible breakup, mm-hmm. why don't men just take it upon themselves to go and put themselves on child support? Don't get take the power away from her. If you're not going to get custody of your child or fight for custody of your child, why are you just gonna go file the paperwork and just be done with it and, and put yourself on child support? But see, this is what's going on with child support. I call myself the king of child support. But this is the thing of child support. When your man go down there and put himself on child support, they make it hard for him to put himself on child support. It, it has to be her going down there and putting him on child support. And if she can get it through DSS or she can do it like by herself and do it. But it's basically if he go down there and he taking it easy, yeah, you go down there and put yourself on child support. They tried to discourage you from putting yourself on child support. I done been there, done that, tried it. They were like, "Nah, we're not going to do it. Let her do it, because she might not do it. She might do it. She might not do it. But we're not. We're going to discourage you from doing it yourself. 
And most men be like, okay. And they don't do and it. And they walk yeah. away. And they walk away. And then when she come in there and start putting them on child support, hooping and hollering, mm-hmm. now you you a victim now because yeah. you got you by the nutsacks. Yep. But, <laughs> but, okay, so maybe I think that it's a part where the men just don't know. I mean, that could a, be in certain, in certain situations. Because that could even be. though they discourage you, you can still file. You still can file, yeah, but I think when you still go in there and file or you, when a man, for some reason, this is my personal opinion, mm-hmm. for some reason when a man go in there and demand they want visitations, they want this stuff on child support, mm-hmm. the the system moves slower. Yeah. Then they'll move if a female come up there and say, I want to put him on child support. Because he's not taking care of this child. He's not doing this. They give him that sob story. And, you know, for some reason, women believe everything a woman say. Yeah. Regardless of she telling the truth or not, especially behind that desk, filing yeah. child support paperwork. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he ain't doing nothing, girl. Don't worry about it. I got him. And sometimes they use their past experiences yeah. in their situations, too, to cloud their judgment. Yeah, because all dudes ain't sorry. And, and, yeah. and that's my point. All dudes are not sorry. So why don't you take the initiative? Even if somebody is telling me, because you got to have your own back. That's how I look at it. You got to have your own back. But see, so if you know that she's bitter, she's angry, whatever, why don't you go ahead and initiate the child support or custody or visitation? Take it upon yourself to do that for your child because you're protecting yourself at that point and your child. Easier said than done. It, 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 it just don't work like that. Like I said, they move slower when a dude come up there than when female come up there. They'll move way faster than the female come up there with her documentation say, I want to do X, Y, and Z. And guess what? They finna file these paperwork and get them in the court. Fast they can get them in the goddamn court. And they don't have no no bias or no truth to what she's saying. They believe everything she say they for the most part. And then when he come in and they see him, they be like, oh, he coming up one of the most sorry dudes that ain't doing nothing for the child. Not knowing the dude might Actually was be. trying to do yeah. or was doing. But once again, we got a strike against us coming through the gate because she said he ain't doing, so they automatically assume he ain't really doing what he could have been doing. Okay, so we have a comment here um, that is stating from Claudia that, in, in all honesty, when men attempt to put themselves on child support, one of the stipulations is a DNA test is most in mo- most cases that a red flag or concern, which... It's not a bad thing in some cases because there has been a lot of men taking care of kids mm-hmm. that are not biologically theirs, mm-hmm. but they think it's theirs. But see, so this will happen too. Once again, if you go, say for instance, you go to the hospital. When you go to the hospital and they ask you, do you want to get, do you want to um, do a DNA test? test? And the dude say no. When you sign that paperwork, now, Your name now you automatically... Yep. Or the father, even though Not you go and have a DNA test a year later down the line, no, you already signed your, your rights owner. over there. So you got to take care you. of this child for 18 years. So some cats be like, I don't want to. Unless you get a lawyer. But, but so who can afford a lawyer? Yeah, Everybody can afford a lawyer. In the, in the black community, normally, you know, we're just saying for normal circumstances. Who can no, afford a lawyer? No man is thinking like, you know. Yeah, so like now you stuck with a child for 18 years and the judge knows it's not yours, but ain't nothing you can do about it. Because you put your name on the father. And then, and then if you do find the legal father, like I had somebody who found the legal father, and legal father like, I'm not signing this. Exactly. Because you got to sign, sign your rights away and give it to another person. He got to accept them rights. And he was like, oh, no. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> doing that. Coming out of his body, so. So, so this, this is interesting because to me, I personally think with the way the world is now that 
married or not married, that DNA test should be done off the rip when the baby's born or in the womb if possible. And I'm going to say, and it's not to hurt or offend anybody, but to protect men from these type of situations because we see over and over and over and over again that unfortunately we got some sneaky women out here. Yes, you do. Who know that he is not the father. He could be my husband, he could be my boyfriend, whatever the case may be, but you know he's not the father of that child, but you still don't tell the truth. So in, in, in a lot of cases, I think that, you know, DNA tests should be mandatory off the rip. And I think, maybe that would cut down a lot But of I don't that. think they do it mandatory. I think they, it's voluntarily, because it's, you know, rights and all that stuff. We do mm-hmm. rights and all that. So they probably mm-hmm. like, yo, do you want to take it? Mm-hmm. Now, once you sign this paperwork, you obligated, obligated to this child for life. Right. So then you be like, okay, I believe it's mine, so I'm going to sign it. Because you're trying to save faith in front of her. Mm-hmm. So sometimes dude was like, they really, and deep down yeah, their head, they, they were know, like, yo, yeah, they I don't know, think so. Once you ask for that DNA test, that's going, everything going to crumble. Your relationship going to start you know? crumbling. Because think about it. As a woman, if you. But in, uh, this is why I say mandatory. If it's mandatory, she already know off the rip yeah, that it's right. going to happen. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there's no, it's not like you requesting it. But, it's something that's just going to happen. That's to protect both parents at that point. Well, I think it's, it's probably too expensive you, for the hospitals to do. Mandatory yeah. for everybody. Because well, it costs like usually the like DNA, you know. What yeah, I mean? you got you got the baby blood DNA. From the baby anyway, yeah, right? yeah, but you got but blood you know, from the baby and the mama, but you ain't but got you, the daddy. Yeah. But the daddy mm-hmm. right there with the baby born. I don't think it's gonna be. You still got to send it all to the lab. You know, hospitals got to get, get yeah, hospitals got to get their cut. So yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah. I, mean, I think in the in the perfect scenario that would be good. I think that would eliminate a lot of drama. Right. You know, you have a lot of people getting their head busting the hospital. Yeah. That's you gonna have Yeah. Something that could be included in somehow the insurance clauses or something. I, I think there's something that could be done Man. where the mandatory, because you think about it, they're in the hospital. Some type of insurance is being paid for them to have that baby in the first place. But this, this, again, it's another situation with us men where we don't want to rock the boat. <laughs> so you know, it's even a, in a situation oh, like this, we go, you know, we go with the flow. But you know, it's crazy. Well, it, it's I, crazy, I still man. say I think it should be mandatory because just so all the nonsense that mm-hmm. I see on social media, yeah. on the news, Mari. on the talk shows, and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. It's just Marty fact. King, baby. Yeah, it's just fact that women lie, you yeah. know, and and not defend. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. here to say who's wrong, who's right. Mamas, babies, papas, maybe. That's go. what it is. There you go. So, so hey. what do you all think? And what is your what is your thoughts on what is child support? We already know the definition of child support. What is child support for? The child. It's for the kid. The child. Whatever that kid may need is for the kid. It's not for the mother to take it, to get her nails done, her hair done, or anything like that. Or live live a better life. Or live a better life. It's strictly for the kid. I mean, I don't know how any other way to put it. It's strictly for the kid. Okay. So let's play devil's advocate. Mm -hmm. And your child support... Is a couple hundred dollars a month, okay? Mm-hmm. We already know mom has to still pay for the roof over that child's head. Mom still has to pay groceries for the household. Um, mom still has to pay water bill, electric bill, whatever the the basic household costs are for that child to live in that house, okay? So, what does it matter where the money is going 
when the mother is still taking care of the child. Now, if she's not taking care of the child, that's one thing. But if she's taking care of the child, the child is in a nice home. Every time you see your child, they're dressed nice. The mom is clearly taking care of the child. Mm -hmm. What does it matter? Because the funding is still coming from probably one bank account. Okay, my, my answer to that question is if I go there and my child is well taken care of, you got no problem. And you got a beautiful home and everything is good and my child's always eating and whatever's going on, I have no problem with the child support. With the child, you know, with um, me paying the child support. Now, if I go there and my child ain't never clean, dirty, walking around there always hungry, always needing something, I'm gonna ask questions like, what are you doing with the child support? Right. Like, yo, I'm paying child support every goddamn week, every two weeks, whatever it is I'm paying it. Mm -hmm. Why is my child looking like this? Why is my child always asking me for something when I pay child support? Mm -hmm. That's what I got an issue at. I don't have an issue if I go there, like I walk what? through the door like, oh, she doing, she doing what she's supposed she to do with my money. Her, yeah. I have no problem whatsoever with exactly. that. But if I go in the house and every time I turn around, my daughter or my son got on dirty shoes or shoes on the wrong feet or the hair ain't mm -hmm. cut or they... Dirt yeah, clothes the mom, dirty, the mom looking, but you out here looking like a glamour like, girl, yeah. and my right. child looking like who done it? Mm -hmm. Oh, I got an issue. It's an issue. I got a problem, and I'm finna got dog on voice my opinion. If I'm, if I'm gonna pay child support mm -hmm. for my child, and you not using the money for my child support, give me my damn child. Yeah. I take care of my own goddamn child. Yeah. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we're not finna got dog on you can get all my damn money. That I work hard for. You know, this is what people don't understand. When a man get a certain status at their job, they start making a certain amount of money. So now when you go into child support court, this judge looking at your documentation yep. and saying, oh, you make $30,000 a year. So you can take $10,000 of that $30,000 a year. You can live on the 20, but I'm going to get $10,000 of that dollars to this woman. Mm -hmm. And then she get $10,000 of the guy doggone dollars. And if she taking care of the child and the child got no wants, no needs, no desires, I have a problem. Yeah. I have no problem with that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I got to suck it up. I made a mistake. It is what it is. But if I go over there. And my child look like who done it? And she oh, and, and I got the I got the guy dog on step down my living situation, and you not do what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm pissed. Oh yeah, we gotta have a conversation because you're not gonna guy dog take all of my damn money, exactly. a third of my money, and goddamn run around here. You looking like Fabuloso, and my damn <laughs> child all fucked up. No, no, we're not gonna do that one. So we gonna go to the comments. I have Miss Kofi, um, and she says I had a boyfriend in high school that this girl said she had a baby for him, and years later, he took a DNA test and the baby wasn't his. He still continued to take care of him, but it ruined their relationship. Um, he was my first boyfriend, and it still hurt us till this day when we talk about it. So, again, that's where... That mandatory that DNA mandatory DNA testing should be done from mm -hmm. the time, and I think they even got technology now that the DNA can, test can be done in the womb, where they don't have to wait until the baby is born um, to do DNA. Um, because you know, of course, the placenta, the cord, all that. But see, what you gonna do is this: is what you gonna do? Mm -hmm. This is what's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. If a female know for a fact that this dude. Ain't the baby daddy. Guess mm -hmm. what she finna do? She finna avoid him at all costs. Exactly. She gonna have that damn baby, and she, she gonna wait until that baby done got them came home before she got dog gonna tell him the baby him. They gonna do other kind of... Listen, women, yo, women sneaky. Yo, man. Women sneaky. <laughs> They'll do all kind of stuff. You mess around, and like two months later, you had the baby. 
Why you ain't mm-hmm. call me tell me I had the baby? Well, this, and then, and then, and, mm-hmm. and now you got dog looking stupid. And then you still don't know. Yep. So shouldn't that be your red flag to do what you need to do as a father at that point? Most men, our mindset is different. We're not built like women. So when it, you would think, I understand where you coming from. I'm just telling you from a man's perspective because we know everything that comes along with that. And then like when they were saying earlier, you know, they give you so much slack. when it's a man, you know, trying to do, you know, trying to take the initiative to do that. It's different versus if it's a woman trying to take the initiative to do something like that. They'll go ahead and get on it. When it's a man, you know, you got so many hoops and hurdles that you got to go through just because you're a man. Because usually, you know, in the court's eye, it's usually the mother's the good person and the dad is good for nothing. Yeah, so when he try to go and file for, I want to get a DNA test, they're going to take, well, it might take 30 days, 60 days for a woman. It might take him a whole year to get him in the court. And then when they finally get him in the dang old court, he done forgot about it, and then he done missed out. Well, yeah, Mr. Brenton, why did it take you a year to get? Why didn't you do such and such? You know. So now he's still stuck. Okay, so let's let's be clear. So there are other ways to get DNA now. Yeah, that's true. So true. now you can swab your own baby mouth, swab your mouth, put it in the kit, and send it off now. But you still have to go in front of the judge so the judge can see the DNA test to say that, okay, now you don't have no responsibility for this child. But if you sign that paperwork, he don't give a damn what that say. He want his own independent people to do it. Absolutely. So, But it's still coming from a lab. It's still got to go off to a lab and it's still got to come back to you. But what I'm saying is there's just so many options for men now to not have to wonder if a baby is there. See. The government Especially don't want to. Hold on, listen. The government don't want to have to put a child on Medicaid. They don't want to have to give a child yeah, that's food stamps. They want to have to give a child um, housing and all this benefit. They want to get it from the father. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. if you come in there with the documentation saying he's the father, guess what they're going to do? They're going to tag him yeah. with all, all the expenses. Because they don't really want to pay it. They want to pay it if they have to pay it. You know what I'm saying? So since so they have to pay it, they're going to pay it. But if they can get it back from somebody, because they know she can't get it back from or her. part of it. Because, because, because. Child support is based on the income. Both you know, incomes. There's both incomes, who the child fault, if the child's on your insurance versus her insurance, who paying daycare. There's a lot of things that determine child support. So if, or a lot of credits and this and that and that. So if the child is on, say for instance, the child is on my health care benefits and not yours, that's going to give me a credit. And they're going to take more. Yeah. And they're going to take more out of my check. Yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. So there are a lot of different things that determine what the child support is going to be. So, and I, I just have a concept of why spend 18 years dealing with BS when you could have handled that within, even if it took a year. I'd rather know within a year yeah. than to wait 18 years and find out otherwise. I got you. I see yeah. what I'm saying? I, I feel you. But see, once again, once you do that, some judges don't even want to hear that because you already signed that. Listen, that documentation is a mother. Once you sign that documentation, he don't give a damn about none of that. So you can take care of that child to 18 point blank period. I don't give a damn what you say. You can go get how many lawyers you want to get. If you sign that paperwork, you claim that's just your child. And you got to take care for the rest of it until it's 18. And sometimes you got to pay for it until while they're in college. It depends. If they, like, people don't know this. I ain't wow. going to say it on, on, on Facebook because right. I don't want nobody to get <laughs> mad at me because Hot Boy said, nope, I'm not going to say that. Uh, but. So it almost sounds like 
in protecting yourself, you're better off not stopping. <laughs> but see, you I know, mean, like I say, man, it could, but, but that brings so many, you know, that's like opening Pandora's box. Damn yep. if you do, damn right. if you don't for a dude. It, mm-hmm. it, it is, but, and, and in a marriage, I, I can almost see. Well, see, in a marriage. Well, when you're not married yeah. to protect yourself, it sounds like it's better not to even sign the birth certificate until but, you're for sure. But when you're married, the exactly. child automatically is, the dad is on anyway. Exactly. When you're married. Exactly. So, so it don't matter if you sign. Yeah. But if you are not married, yeah. it sounds like it's best for you not to sign that birth certificate until you do a DNA test to save yourself the long-term headache. Yeah. You, it sounds it sounds easy. But then when... when it, it sounds you, real when easy. When you are the father and you know... You don't have to tell her you're doing it. No, they, they know you're doing it. All the muscle. When they bring the paperwork to you, she's laying in that bed. Do you want to sign this paperwork saying you the father? Make sure you the father. And they looking at you and her yeah. at the same goddamn time. <laughs> you and her and the baby in there at the same goddamn time. They're going to ask you that question. Mm-hmm. You can look at her like, oh, shit. I really do. You right down uh, the spike. I, I, nah, I'm straight. I, I'm daddy. And next thing you know, two years down the line, the baby started looking like um milkman. <laughs> They're like, hold on, goddamn. I'm going to look like, walk oh, like, man. talk like milkman now. What <laughs> the hell going on? Uh, like you stuck. Wow. Well, I mean, it sound. I, I just, I'm just, you know, thinking uh-huh. common sense versus long term. Um, so with that being said, let's get into should a parent who is involved with their child not only involved with their child, but gives the mother or the or the father, because we can't just say mothers, yeah. because there are a lot of single fathers out here now. Mm-hmm. So whoever has the child living in their home and the other parent is willingly taking care of their child, involved in everything the child mm-hmm. does, should legally the parent that has a child be able to put that parent on child support? No, they should. Nope. No. I don't think they should do no, something like that. that. No. I'm thinking if if the man is a stand-up dude mm-hmm. and he does everything for that child, the child needs, and he makes sure sometimes, and sometimes when the child needs, sometimes when the mama needs, and he's a stand-up dude, sometimes he makes sure the mama's sure straight the mom too. too. Right. Mama's straight too. Because that affects the child. Yeah, right. so if you're a stand-up dude, you make sure everybody in that household is straight, even kids that probably not even now his, you know it, yeah. make sure it's straight because that's a part of your child's family. Then I don't think you should be vindictive no. and get mad at him for whatever reason you get mad at him and put him on child support because he didn't move when you say move. Like, that's one thing I hate. Mm. Like, because you might call me on Thursday afternoon and say, Little Johnny need um, $50 for a field trip Friday morning. Uh, that's, you don't know what I got going on. Yeah. I might be across town. Mm. I might not have the money at the time. Don't call me last minute and ask me for something, and then get mad at me when I don't have it. I'm sorry this, I'm sorry that, when I don't have it because you called me last minute. Give me at least a couple of days, three or four days to come up with it. You know what I'm saying, in advance, to come up with it. Don't call me last minute because, and then when I don't do it the last minute, I'm all kind of sorry this and sorry that, and yeah. ain't worth a damn this, ain't worth a damn that. Yo, like you called me last minute. I, mm-hmm. I other right. things going on too. Exactly. Right. And, and I agree with that. I don't think that the, and, and you're right, Claudia, it's the non, thank you for putting it in there, the non-custodial parent. Um, but in some cases, they have split and joint custody. So, and, and, and another thing that is a big difference is whether you go through a lawyer or you going through DSS. There's a huge difference yeah. in going through DSS versus getting your own lawyer. So, but I think in the cases where the non-custodial parent um, is willingly taking care of the child, mm-hmm. 
is fully involved. Don't miss nothing. They are a good parent. I don't think that the the other parents should, should be able like to make them suffer, make their life miserable, and and put them on child support when you know that they are the ones that are taking care of the mm-hmm. child. They're doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, vindictive. Yeah, because sometimes <laughs> sometimes when you move on, like say for instance, you ever met somebody that y'all in a relationship and they don't have nobody and you don't have nobody and then y'all co-parent and everything is wonderful when y'all co-parent but then as soon as one of the other ones it's get in a problem. relationship the other other party flip mm-hmm. and they start acting funny and acting different necessarily it's probably because of jealousy yeah. Yeah. you still hoping that you can have this family tie or your significant other mm-hmm. don't like the closeness of y'all co-parenting relationship and put a monkey wrench in how you move mm-hmm. so then Y'all going to child support for something because somebody else put input in. That could have been easily. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all was co-parenting before the other person came along. But now all of a sudden that the other person came along, now y'all co-parenting done took a major hit. Okay. So with that then, in the case of y'all doing well with co-parenting and all of a sudden you get in a relationship, do you think it's your responsibility to tell the parent know the other parent that you're co-parenting with that hey you know there's someone i want you to meet because this person is going to be around our child well, yeah, see that ties into what we were talking about last week true but see this is the this is some of the issues i done seen myself mm-hmm. it don't matter because if i come and say i got somebody that i'm now i'm dating mm-hmm. and i want to want y'all to meet if she don't like the person that i'm bringing over it don't matter who it don't matter who she is. She can look funny, not look funny. She be cuter, uglier, whatever, whatever. If she don't vibe with her or like her or got a bad feeling about her, they gonna put a monkey wrench in your whole yeah. plans. I don't want her around. I don't want these bees around my motherfucking baby. Especially if she still got feelings for you too. Yeah, she not over. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's it's hard when you're trying to co-parent. Sometimes dudes be like, man, I'm not even gonna tell my baby mama that I got a in a whole nother relationship because I don't want the got dog on drama. Everything is cool. And then you don't tell your dog on girlfriend that she you know what saying, your baby mama, y'all that tight because <laughs> you try to play it like y'all ain't tight because yeah. if you play that y'all tight, then she gonna look at you all funny. And so you, you stuck in the middle. You stuck in the middle looking stupid like I don't know what to do. That might mean me going crazy around here trying to figure out like <laughs> God damn, I can't got dog on keep no peace. I can't keep my baby mama from oh, tripping man. or my old lady from tripping. So they be going through it. It's tough, man. It's, it's real rough. And I think that works both ways. Because I mean, men yeah. can be very vindictive too. They you can. hear I hear men all the time. I don't want that in around my son or my daughter or my child or whatever the case may yeah. be. Um, just out of the fact that them two are not over the mm-hmm. relationship. But see, my um my youngest son, he lives with my baby mama and her new boyfriend. And they had an issue with him in his mouth. You know what I'm saying? You know, kids being kids. So I went and got my boy and sat him down in front of the boyfriend. Like, yo, peep this. If Mr. Such and Such tell you to do X, Y, and Z, you better do it because you with him more than you with me. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? You with him six, seven, eight days a week. You, you feel me? You only get come to me every other weekend, twice in the, uh, two weeks in the summer, yeah. every other holiday. You come see me then through visitation. But you with this man 24-7. long as he ain't bust you in the head and got you bleeding yeah. or something detrimental to your health, if this man tell you to jump, you need to be jumping. Mm-hmm. Now, the dude I'm talking about is a real good dude. I yeah. like this dude. Right. He's a real good dude. I know he love my child like I love my child. Yeah. And he will never hurt my child. So I let my child know, if he tell you to do something, you don't do it, I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah. And I told him, listen, and you don't snatch his ass up, 
I'm gonna get on you because he in your household. Exactly. Yep. You feel me? He in your household. Get on him. Right. And he be like, I respect that. You, ha- I mean, it's like this. If I'm not in the household with my child 24-7 and another man steps up and help me take care of my child, raise yeah. my child to the best of my ability, and he's doing right by my child, I have no problem with that man. And see that, No problem whatsoever. That, that's where it comes in the mindset of the parents. You know, you know what I'm saying? Got, the mindset of the parents. Because if you got a parent that's going to be vindictive, then it's going to be that back and forth. But then the kid, right. you know, could come and play like a situation like that. Mm-hmm. He could have reversed it. If it would have been a situation where y'all wasn't on, you know, even grounds with one another. Well, he said such and such about me, or he did Listen, such and such. What that mother? It's, it's, did, it's so know? funny. I get along with damn baby daddy, then my baby, baby, baby mom. <laughs> that's the weird shit. Me and him get along better than me and her get along. You feel me? Well, and, and oh, that's man. where co-parenting works well. It does. Because you already let you set the standard for your son yeah. to let him know that hey, you gotta follow his rules. You live in his household. household. You gotta follow his rules. If he's not abusing you. You need to respect that man. So that's where co-parenting plays a part. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have, <laughs> Claudia says, be careful who you procreate this with. This is true. Not everyone is designed to be a parent. And Amen. that is absolutely you gotta true. Do that back Jesus. Check, you got to do that back. That Jesus. Is, yes. Hey, that's so important. You said a mom put in. In most cases, like now, people in these microwave relationships, they yeah. just hit the button 30 <laughs> seconds and it's done. You know, people got to take the time to communicate and talk to people, get to know people, and stop having these babies and unprotected sex with people you don't know. Yeah, you said I'm all food in. (laughs) Um, Because that easy, that that 30 seconds or whatever you just had could lead to a lifetime of suffering. Yes, Lord. So, yes, I absolutely agree. I, mm-hmm. I got some <laughs> stories to tell. I got some stories to tell. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, um, so we did say no last-minute requests. No last-minute That's part of being respectful to each other. Yeah. That if you know you're going to need something for your child, nine times mm-hmm. out of ten, you know ahead of time that you're going to need it. So if you know you're going to need it from the non-custodial parent, out of respect, it's give them a heads up. It don't is. ask them last minute, and then you get mad if they don't have it last minute. minute. Yeah, I hate that. That's that's one of my pet peeves. Don't call me, ask me. I need six hundred dollars for a field trip to Disney World. <laughs> Two days before yeah, you yeah. go to Disney Man, World. What? <laughs> Isn't crazy? I ain't got nobody like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm tripping. Yo, that ain't good for nothing. It ain't worth two dead flies, smash. That nigga sorry as hell. Really, motherfucker. Because I ain't got six hundred dollars no. in. At two o'clock in the morning, you calling me? Absolutely. Um, Hope is saying have to have to be um, mature enough to handle co-parenting and have respect for one another. You do, absolutely. Because that puts a strain on the child too. Yeah. When you got the child in the middle, you know what I'm saying. You take yeah. him to court back and forth, family mm-hmm. court. Every time your pops come pick you up, you know, the mom and the pops arguing. Mm-hmm. Your mom talking about your pops. Your pops talking about your mom. You know that's no way for a kid. To Right. I, I, I try not to, even yeah. though I got a bad temper. Mm-hmm. I try not to. I try not to. Yeah. I ain't say I ain't never did it, but I yeah. try not to discuss anything with the child mm-hmm. about they they mama right. because I don't want it to get back. Because you know when a child, the child tells Shh, half the story. The story, man. And I don't say they fabricate it, <laughs> but they tell half the story. So when the story get back to the mama, oh, you call me a side B? No, that ain't what I said. <laughs> That's not what I said. Now you got dog. You know what? Uh, I got something for you, motherfucker. I got yep. something for you. We going back to court. Going to court. Oh. And you also have to take in fact that kids, if they see a broken 
household, they don't see the parents on the same side and co-parenting together, they will eat you up alive. Kids are smart. They will play both parents against each other. Of course. Yeah, yeah, they if, do. If their parents weak. Yeah. And they it, ain't got, it ain't necessarily got to be weak. If they see, they, they're going to play yeah. both parents, they're going to play both of them. They're going to play both sides. Yeah. And then what, what some parents do, that what some parents do, I don't, I seen it. They try to got dog outdo the other parents. Yeah. Right. So, you know, this household, say that, say the, um, Baby mama married and the dang father married, and you in the middle. And just because y'all do certain things with this child, you gonna try to top and do better mm. than what they did. Yeah. Everybody going back and forth trying to top each other and going broke in the process. In the process. <laughs> like, goddamn, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, we ain't, we ain't got to do it like that. You know what I'm saying? Just you, you do your part. You do your part. I do my part, and we straight. We ain't got to try to outdo each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But in some cases, do you think? Um, in all fairness for the child, say say you in another household with other, someone else's children, okay? Mm-hmm. Y'all done made um, y'all household work, and there are other children in the household, and then you have your child with mm-hmm. this lady, and say your child upkeeping is not as well as the upkeeping of the children in your household. How do you handle that? Like maybe your child is not wearing the latest gear, da 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 da. Oh yeah, had that happened before too. And then all the kids in that household are rocking Tommy, Nike, Adidas, whatever the case may be, and your child is not. Because um, sometimes kids pay attention to that. Is they it, do. Is it because you can't yeah. afford to put your child on these certain situations? I think, me personally, I think if the child is in your household, say child in your household, mm-hmm. and if she buy Nikes for this child, this child, and this child, but don't buy Nikes for my child, I got a problem with that. Especially right. if you're paying money. I got a problem with that because you should treat all the children exactly the same. The same. Yeah. You not, you shouldn't got dog on because your daddy don't do. I ain't buying you no Nikes. No, you the mama too. Buy yeah. some dog on Nikes. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to got dog on treat another child lesser than I treat the other kids in the house. Everybody on the same level. Right. All the way across the got dog on board. You know what I'm saying? Everybody be. the same. So if she neglected my child because... She mad at me. That's wrong. Yeah. That's dead. But what wrong. if she's not neglecting because of that? Maybe she it. just can't afford it. But you know, and granted, you're paying child support, but whatever the case may be, she can't afford to buy that child two hundred dollar pair of shoes or a hundred and fifty dollar pair of shoes based on their living arrangement. But all the kids in your household are rocking two hundred dollar shoes. And, and see that that, that happens too because mm-hmm. I don't had a situation where my child. I'm, I'm, I'm a Jordan head. I love Jordan. Right. So my child was a, is a Jordan head. She's still a Jordan head to this day. So I used to go buy her Jordans and Polo and Tommy and all that kind of stuff. But the kids in the house, they wasn't getting the Tommy, the Polo, and the, and the Jordans. So it was kind of like she had to sit me down like, yo, you know what I'm saying? My kids are getting jealous of your child because your child have better stuff than that's, them that's kids. T- yeah. But I'm looking at it like, and I was younger then. Right. I'm looking at it like, they ain't, my, they ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. I'm supposed to take care of my child, not right. nobody else's situation. But now, looking at it now that I done grown mm-hmm. up, you understand I understand now, now yeah. that growing up. But when I'm young, like 25, 26, whatever I, I was, like, yeah, or 27, 28, how old I was, I didn't give a damn about nobody else's kids. Mm-hmm. As long as my child looked like somebody, that's all I cared about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now that I'm older, I, I like, yeah, I that was a bad see. look. Because yeah. then you get the, the children in the house mad at her because... Her daddy is doing for them, for her, right. and they daddy not, and they like, damn, 
my sister got on this, that, and the other, and we looking like this, that, and the other. So now you got the children, I say, mad at each other or yeah, resent, yeah. resent, Resentment. resentful yeah. at, the, at the baby for no doggone reason because I did what I was supposed to do, and your other baby dad didn't step up to the plate. Mm -hmm. So now so, that I understand. That's a good That's a good point. I understand yeah, now. He understands now, but say even now. In that same situation, would you still buy those things for your child when you know the other kids in the house, or would you buy for the other kids as well? What I'll probably do, real talk, what I'll probably do, I, I still probably won't pay for everybody's stuff in the house because she had other kids. But what I'll probably do, knowing now, I'll probably buy her certain things to go over there with, then I keep certain so things I want her to have at my yeah. house. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. we over here. I got these clothes for in a room yeah. for you. So when you with us, you're going to wear this. Now, yeah. I might be wrong to some people, but I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? To keep confusion now. Yeah, to make confusion. You, you know, I'll do what that. What works for you. And then, you know, right. why you got the, the devil's advocate? Why you got them clothes over there? She said she got this over there. Why she can't bring it home? <sighs> because I don't want to hear your mouth. Yeah, and you can explain. Hey, you know, she should be, the mother should be able to understand. But in most cases, most situations, or if it was the other way around, they don't. But that's a good idea. Yeah, I think I think that's fair, you gotta do and you and do. and it's not it has nothing to do with the custodial parent. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that there are children in that household yeah. who you know you're impacting, and but, it could cause confrontation between the kids. It could, but sometimes I don't seen I don't I know some chicks that didn't have none of the daddies in the kids' life, and every mm -hmm. time I see these kids, these kids be. Sharp to yeah. the teeth. That, that looks that, so and good, she, and she and you see her, you be like, but the that's kids, what it's about. Though, but she was looking kids. like looking like who done it, yeah. and she be tired and, see, and looking rough. Speak, but see, that's but her kids, her kids be like on point, like you know what, yeah. that's what's up. And you don't mind trying to help somebody yeah. with that situation, yeah. but I hate have a problem with. The chair look like shit, and you walk around here with three hundred dollars shoes yeah. on your goddamn feet right. and your hair and nails done. I got a real bad problem with that. Oh yeah, right. Absolutely. And so Hope is saying that sometimes the parents send the child to the other parent's house, <laughs> mommy, so that they would buy the child and send them home with, you know, nice things. Yeah. I'm hip to that game, boo. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. It ain't gonna work. I'm hip to that one. And I'm been there, done that one. Oh, yeah, I'm hip to that. Okay. You see what you're looking raggedy, won't you? They're going back looking the same raggedy. You well, brought them over here. Well, while they're here, they're going to be goddamn on fresh to death. But right. when they go back to you, they look the exact same way they did when they sent them over here. Don't try to play me. You keep the stuff <laughs> at your house. Yeah, don't try to play me, goddamn. And send them right back home, the oh, stuff you man. send them. Yeah, they, they try to get you. Don't try to play me. I got you. I see you. Mm -mm -mm. Been there, done that one. It's a no, shame you got to do stuff like that. It's a shame you got to do stuff like that. No, sir. Okay, so... And a lot of the cases of child support is normally a vindictive situation, angry, bitter situation, because that's why the child support is probably taking place in the first place, whether you're a good parent or not. How do you all handle those type of situations so that it's not spewing out on the kids? Like when they said earlier, you know, you got something to say to the mother or the father. You keep that between y'all. That's between adults. You know, you don't let a child get in the adult's business. Mm -hmm. So if something going wrong between y'all, you make sure you do whatever you got to do so that kid don't know. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Keep it cordial. But maybe you're doing that mm -hmm. in, the, in, the, in the custodial parent mm -hmm. is well, talking all bad you know, about you to the kid. The what is, do you think your responsibility then becomes? Look, 
eventually the kid kids are smart. You know, kids aren't stupid. You know what I'm saying? They can see it for themselves. So if, you know, I got a situation where I got a son or a daughter, and they know that I'm taking up time with them, I'm making sure, you know, they have clothes on their back, shoes on their feet, and them mom constantly talking bad about me. They see that. But see, this this is, I got kids. I don't think you have kids. So it's like this. Kids won't really grasp and understand until, get older. until, until they, they get, get older. about teenage years. Yeah, and like I, I right now, they, they just... like, mm, I don't know. I, I don't want to stay in the middle. Mm-hmm. Stand other. When they get about 13, 14, 15, yeah. they start to realize, like, hold mm-hmm. on. Daddy ain't right. And I've been, I've been there. Or mama ain't right. Somebody ain't right some, on the side. Happens, right. And they start usually, clinging to yeah, whoever. Usually what happens is you only hear one side of the story. Right. So for me, growing up, I heard my mom's side of the story. But once I got older, let's say between 13 and 16, mm-hmm. you start spending more time with your dad and your dad say, you know, yeah, I was wrong for not being there. Right. But there have been situations where I wanted to be there, but I didn't feel like in your mom's mouth. Not that that justifies you not being there, mm-hmm. but as an, you know, a young adult, you can understand where he's coming from. You know, mm-hmm. Not again, not justifying it, but you understand why he wasn't there. You get both sides of the story, you know. But most times, in most situations, what it happened is, you know, the mother or the father, whoever the kids with, they tell them one side of the story. So that's what they, you know, that's what they're hearing, right, not right. knowing the real reason behind it. Like you say, vindictive. Yeah, like like first time I met my father, like first time I laid eyes on my father ever in life. I think I was thirty. Wow. I was thirty years old. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And then. He tried to sit me down and tell me what the issues was, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to hear it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm 30 years old. I don't need an explanation. Mm-hmm. What can we gonna do from this point forward? Mm-hmm. And can we build from now? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't. We don't search you out. We can sit down and have a conversation. You tell me where we can go from now. I don't want to hear about what happened in the doggone past because you're gonna give me your side of the story. My mama never said anything bad about this man. Yeah, he just wasn't there. I yeah. said that for myself. He wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So she never said anything bad about the doggone man. I don't want you saying nothing bad about my mama. Yeah. Right. She rolled with me from, you know what I'm saying, day one. Yeah, you so if you said something about yeah. my mama, I might hey. get in my feelings and my spaz on you. You know how so, we all about our Yeah, mama. so yeah. what I'm going to do is, I don't want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. What y'all had going on is y'all business. Yep. Let's move on forward from this point forward. Mm-hmm. Even though I said that he ain't do what he's supposed to do still. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying, I gave so him the opportunity. So you Yeah, I, I gave him the opportunity mm-hmm. to, God doggone, Let's squash whatever happened in the past. Let's move forward. Mm-hmm. And he didn't take the opportunity to move forward with me. Mm-hmm. He still gave me his ass to kiss, yeah. basically right. in a nutshell. So I got to the point, me being me, like, okay, F- then, yeah. fuck you then. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I came out here and met you. I made the first step, and then you turn your back on me again. Okay, you turn your back on my mama. Mm-hmm. Now you turn your back on me. Now I ain't fooling with you no more. It's over. It's a wrap now. Yeah. So then, now, recently, mm-hmm. recently, like last year or so, yeah. you don't reach back out. So now I'm hesitant about yeah. talking to this talking dude. To talking to him. Because I gave you the opportunity. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I threw everything under the, under the bridge. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to deal with that no more. We're going yeah. to forgive. forgive and forget. Yeah. Let's move forward. And you turn your back on me at 30. Oh, I know that feeling. So now, I I'm a certain age now. Now, you want, now, all of a sudden, you want to come to me and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Hold on, bro. I, I'm, I think I'm kind of straight. Yeah. So I'm, right now, I'm battling with that now in life. Cause I'm trying to figure out. What's going on with this man? Is he on a deathbed? Yeah. Is he got something going on, or did he? Is he really? Is he really? And it's like you second, sorry for what he did because you, second, get, you yeah. second guess yourself because you start thinking if something is, if it is something like that like I'm going through the same situation if it is something like that yeah. you know where he could be you know sick or something and genuine you start man you know I should have you know forgave him but then it's like if you do forgive him you know is he gonna cut at you again you know because. Mm-hmm. No matter how old you get, those wounds are there. Once those wounds yeah. start early, you never forget that. And mm-hmm. if you do have kids or nephews and nieces, you never want them to feel that feeling 
of having that one parent and that other parent always been missing. Because the first thing the kid mm. gonna do is ask themselves, "What did I do wrong?" wrong. Even if they mm. they're not at fault, they are gonna but always think. I, I never, I never, zone. I never thought about it. What mm. What did I do wrong? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I never look at it like that. Mm. I looked at it as you just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, that's how I looked at it. Mm-hmm. You just didn't care enough to even try to be a part of my life. Yeah. And this might sound strange, and like I tell my wife all the time, I'm kind of glad that he wasn't a part of my life. Yeah, because I'm a better person. Cause my mama raised me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mama raised me, made me the person that I am today. Yeah. The man that I am today because she raised me. If he would have raised me, mm-hmm. I don't know how you would how I how I would be. Out. And see, that's you know what I'm saying. Does he have yeah. other kids? Yes. And where are those other kids now? Listen, and he got a bunch of other mm-hmm. kids, and they all over the doggone place. Mm-hmm. And I'm not want to knock nobody, but I want to say they ain't on my level. But we we they not didn't not turn the same. Out as good yeah, as you. we're not the same. Yeah. We're not the same. And that, and that makes a difference. I, I I really say that makes a big difference because in my case, I never denied my kids access to their father. Yeah. You know, never because it wasn't my job. It wasn't my right to take that away from them. And I always felt that it was their choice, mm-hmm. and I let them see who their father is by. Taking them over there every weekend, dropping them right on off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, because it wasn't my decision. It yeah. wasn't until my kids came to me and said, Mama, we not going over there no more. Mm-hmm. You know, they made that choice. I never made the choice for them. Yeah. I had to let them see for themselves mm-hmm. who their father was. And from there, let them make the choice mm-hmm. on, is he going to be a, a, a person that I try to keep pursuing? Yeah. For a relationship, even though he keeps denying me mm-hmm. a relationship, or is I, or am I going to treat him as an associate? Mm-hmm. You know, he's no. It, it's so tough, you it's have tough. to let your kids make that decision. Yeah. I don't think that is any parent right to take that away from their kid. Mm-hmm. True. You know, yeah. unless that person is physically or any type of abusive. Now, if there was abuse in place, mm-hmm. okay, yes, you step in. But if there's no physical abuse or mental abuse, I think it's not our right as mothers and fathers to take away their right to know the other parent. Let them see the parent for who they really are. Mm -hmm. And and like you said, when they became teenagers and started getting older Mm -hmm. and started recognizing stuff, they started making choices on how they going to handle their dad going forward. And they probably don't want to handle them at all. And see, that's how it was with me. By the time I got in my teenage years and, you know, he wanted to come back around, I'm like 16, 17. I don't want to spend the weekend with you. I want to be, you know, cool, hanging with my buddies mm-hmm. or, you know, on a date or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was to the point where I remember one time he came to pick me up. And I had told my mom, I was like, man, I really don't want to go. You know, it's nothing against him. I just don't want to go. And I'll never forget, we got in the car and he was like, why you seem like you have an attitude? And I came, blink. I was like straightforward. And I was like, if you want me to be honest, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. But I really, I'm really not feeling, be here. be here, you know, come with you this weekend. And I'll never forget, he started crying in the car. Like, I mean, a grown man. I, my father, I made him cry. I'm like 16 or 17. I wasn't trying to come from a disrespectful place, but my thing is you had the opportunity in my early years, you know, mm-hmm. to be there, and you wasn't there. Right. And now it's I still don't hold, I'm not holding anything against you, mm-hmm. but it's just where I am in my life. And you right. can't force me to want to spend time with you now that I'm like 16 or 17, and mm-hmm. I had a right to make these decisions now. Y'all cool you know? now, though? We were we were cool. We haven't spoken in about two years because, like you say, he came at me the wrong way. You know, like you say, you see mm. a true person's colors mm-hmm. when they're mad at you. Mm-hmm. And in that situation, I was there for him. You know, mm-hmm. in a sense, I'm like, 
when no one else is there for you and I'm there for you to help you out mm -hmm. thick and thin and if you, you know, feel a certain way about me when you get angry, you always find out the truth about a person, how they feel about you. When, when they, they get, get angry. angry. Mm -hmm. yep. So, you know, for me, like I still got voicemail, voicemails on my phone from two years ago, mm -hmm. the things he said. And it's like, you know, the family reaches out, his family reaches out, and I'm like, well, you know, you, you should forgive and forget. Mm -hmm. I'm all for forgiving, but I can't forget. You, I, the scars you, are there. The scars, the scars are, there. are there. So right. my thing is, you know, this thing, it runs deep. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Right there's the other way around with the mother not being there or the father not being there. Right. It's deep. You know, it's deep. And what I have found, though, is the absent parent is the one that the kids want the most attention from. Boy, of course. <laughs> you ain't never lying. Of course. You I'm never serious. Lying. They want the most attention from the absent parent, even in, when they realize that mm -hmm. the absent parent is good for nothing. Yeah, it's an ancient parent. Yeah. But they're there. They're, yeah, they're there, but they ain't shit. But I kind of I think that children or kids cling to what they know. If you know your mama ain't shit and you know she might be an alcoholic, she might be a crackhead, she might be a thief, she might be a hoe, she might be whatever it is that she is that's bad about her, they still going to cling to their mama yeah. because she never left their side. And they remember she they rolled with them. So regardless of what she did in, the, in our past or what she had going on while she was raising them, mm -hmm. she did everything she could to raise that child because she didn't have no help. Yes, sir. That's how I look at it with my mom. I'm not saying she was none of that stuff, but I'm mm -hmm. just saying when she worked yeah. them two jobs and she grind and she struggled right. to make sure me and my brother had everything we want, need, and desire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's all I see. Mama breaking her back mm -hmm. to make sure we were straight. You don't forget so, that. I'm a mama's boy to the bone gristle. Same way. I'm a mama's boy to the bone gristle, so I love my mom to death. So I make sure that I give up anything I accomplish in life, my mama did it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? If I got doggone jump from here to got doggone two notch road, my mama gave me the strength to do Always. that. Right. You feel me? So anything I do is I give yeah. homage to her. So we're going to go to the comments because Hope is saying, how do you handle the non-custodial parent not being on child support? not doing anything for the child, but is always wanting to claim the child on his or her taxes. Oh, oh hell, hell no. No. <laughs> uh -huh. no. That no, is a no. No, 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 claim no nothing. Yeah, that you happened. not on child support and you don't mm -mm. do nothing for the child, man, kick rocks. No, you're not finna take I don't know no parent don't that's going to stand ask. for that. What, what first, would you even look, ask that? I don't know for, no parent that's going to stand for something like that. And first of all, I'm I'm shocked that he even had the motherfucking gumption Audacity. to even ask some stupid there shit like go. that. Uh, Niggas, you crazy? No. Uh -huh. And that's when you deserve to be cussed out. <laughs> man, cussed out. They not man. be cussed out in Work. front of the kids, man. but your ass gonna get it. Listen, I might look at that damn text or look at that phone call that motherfucker. <laughs> and laugh, crazy? seriously? <laughs> you crazy? Yeah, you know that shit? that's absolutely no. crazy. Nah, we not finna have that. Uh-uh. No. Come okay, on. and so uh, let's see here. We got Takora, hey T. It says, right, we ain't going back and forth. That's right. Hell, he might be sick and, and trying <laughs> to make amends. Oh, okay, sick and tired of making amends. Yeah. Okay, and Claudia saying, harboring anger will not heal the wounds. So and this is true. That, that's you, you true. You got to know how to use it in a constructive manner. Like for me. But as a kid, so one of the things I always said is it is not the job of the child. Mm hmm to build a relationship with the parent. It's not. It's the parent's job to build a relationship with the child. Because one of the things I was getting is, well, he not responding to my texts. He not answering mm -hmm. my phone calls. Well, why do you think that is? You know what I'm saying? It, 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 you know what I'm saying? There are a lot of things that take place. It is the 
it is the parent's job to build a relationship with their child. Yeah. Period. Point blank. They are a child. It's your responsibility to have a relationship. If you are absent one year, two years, three years, four yeah. years, that is a problem. It is. Because there is nothing that my children's father could have done to keep me away from my children. Mm -hmm. Period. I don't care what he has done on earth. It would have never kept me away from my kids. And I feel the same way about non-custodial parents. Yeah. I don't give a shit what that parent has done. It should not stop you from fighting exactly. to see or be a part of your child's life. True. Period. Exactly. Well, sometimes they make it hard for you. They, they make it hard. They make it hard for you, boy. They make but it hard you for you. But you fight for your kids. Yeah. You fight for your kids. Some way, somehow. Because when that kid come to you years later, yeah. what can you tell them? You can't say, I fought for you oh, or nothing. Yeah. You just walked away. Exactly. So, in you got to have, yeah. and sometimes with, like, with, with court people and sometimes with, with your kids, you're going to have to have documentation. Exactly. Yeah. Have your documentation together. Have your paperwork together, like I'm saying. Because um, your blueprint, what are you going to have? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes when somebody tell you something, you be like, you know what? That don't sound right. Mm -hmm. But you got documentation to back it up. You like, listen, it, yeah. I was I was doing X, Y, and Z. It just ain't tell you I was doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, you paying child support, but you're doggone your, your mama or whoever telling, he ain't did shit for you your whole goddamn life. But you don't pay child you support show them all stuff, the way to yeah. they 18, and you go to the damn, like, everybody know who's been on child support. Once you, that damn child turned 18, you take that damn high school diploma to the guy doggone courthouse, mm -hmm. they give you every goddamn piece of paper of every payment you made from day one to the end. Yeah. And what you need to do, especially if your child, done, mama done told the child that you ain't never did shit, and your child get old enough to understand, hand that paperwork. Yeah. This is paper trail. So mama said I ain't did shit. But look at this. So I do have a question, because um, I see where Claudia says that's not for a child to make a decision. That's what's wrong now. A child being put in a position to make decisions until they are 18, um, then it says, the, you decide. I'm trying to get a clarification. I of what think she's, she's talking about later on when they get a, to be a teenager and, you know, the parent wants to come back in their life. Like I said, in my situation where, mm -hmm. you know, my pops was with me. It wasn't the situation where I made the decision. He just saw that I didn't want to be, you know, with him, and he took it upon himself. You know, he could read between the lines. It wasn't a situation where I said I didn't want to go and I, I didn't go. I agree with that to a certain extent because, like I said, I don't think any parent deserves – it's not your right to take away. Like, yeah. say your father came back into your life when you were 15 or mm -hmm. 16 years. It's not the mother's right to say he can't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If that father is – because then you're taken away. What if he's coming back with good intent and he's – Maybe it took him a minute to grow up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and he's ready to step up to the plate and be a father. It's not your right to say, no, you can't see the kid. I don't think that is right because then the kid may start to resent you mm -hmm. for keeping for keeping But what you going to do, like what Rail did, Rail didn't want to go. Mm -hmm. So if you come to your, your mother with a, with, a, with a decision like, listen, Ma, this is the reason I right. don't want to go over there. Right. And your mom's sitting there listening to you and you have a precise decision and you got across the board like listen I don't want to go over there this is why I don't want to go over there now if, if I say my I'm putting my, yeah, spec, my daughter come to me and say that I don't want to go over there why because X Y and Z I don't want to go over there this that other going on that's guess what different. guess what 
I'm gonna take consideration what she's talking about, and she might not can't go. She can't yeah, go. Absolutely. Nah, she can't go. You're, but again, your child made the choice that she didn't want to go no more. Just like but she's you. still a minor. It, she, it depends she, on. True. I, I think it depends on the age of the minor. Because I was 17 at that time. I think if, if they are. You were 17, I, I, 17, but your mother was still trying well, to. Well, see take the you. thing. The thing is, my mom never got in the way of that. But it was my dad. He, my dad. What I'm saying is, yeah, but I, I think if it's it's determined on the age, yeah. like some children, kids, country say I'm sorry. Yeah, some kids get like 14, and they're old oh, enough yeah, to you, understand that right. this is why I don't want to go. But if you right. eight, eight, nine, ten, yeah, that's I don't think they old they, enough get to understand yeah. why they can't okay, go or so not where they shouldn't go. For instance, they are eight, nine, and ten, and you're still sending them. Uh, or whatever the case may be, the kids are not in any safety issues or nothing like that. Mm -hmm. The kids are not saying, hey, I don't want to go. Mm -hmm. Again, to me, that's not your right to take away from the parenting. Exactly. Now, if there's a safety issue, then that's, a oh, yeah, that's, that's different. different. That's way yeah. different. As long as they have a parent in, 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 in whatever the case mm -hmm. may be, I'm going to still keep taking them. As long as my kids are not in a situation where it's unsafe, I'm going to still take them to see their father. Yeah. Period. Point blank. Now, when they say to me, hey, I don't want to go no more, guess what? I'm not forcing my kids to go nowhere. Oh, yeah. I feel they you don't on that. Yeah, go. yeah, that is I true. feel you on that. But I just don't think it's our right to take away the kids' possibility of having a relationship with the non-custodial non parent. Mm -hmm. It's not our right to take that away. The child has to make that, that choice of whether they want a relationship with their parent. Kids are not stupid. You have to be honest with your yeah. children. True. They are not stupid. Mm -hmm. You know at a early think about growing up as a kid. Yeah. You knew wrong from right, right from wrong. Okay? And you knew that you didn't want to do things and and whether you wanted to or not. Mm -hmm. So at five or six your father came around or even eight or nine, ten. See. At would that, you have wanted to see him? I would, because at that age, you know. So every, that would not have been I think fair kids, for young, your mother to they say They still impressionable. No. They yeah. still want to be a part of it. The, they still, still want to be with their daddy. You. Exactly. They, especially a boy. He still yeah. want to be a part so, with, with his daddy. And, so. and, and to touch on that, because my dad is, was a truck driver. So mm -hmm. I got a story I'll never forget. I was sick in the hospital, and it just so happened he was sick at the same time. So me and my mom went to the hospital. He happened to be there. We connect. Hadn't connected in like the real four years. And how old were you? I was eight by that time, but I still, okay. like like Wendell said, I still wanted to be with my pops. So we was, it was the summertime I was out of school. I'll never forget, you know, my mom went to Walmart, got me the bag, the underwear, everything to change. And you know how moms is, because I was going to be on the road for a week. Right. And I'll never forget, I was so happy. Got up early that morning, got ready. You know, I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, where you at? You know, come here, got the address. And he ain't never and showed he up. He ain't never showed up. And I was sitting on the sidewalk. It's like 8.30. Then my mom's like, I was like, where you at? You tried mm -hmm. to call him, tried to call him, reach out to him. Mm -hmm. Ain't answer. Ain't answer. And we ain't see each other for four years. Mm -hmm. From 19, after that, after after that, that from like 1998 mm -hmm. to 2002. Mm -hmm. So when we got back in contact, this time I'm like 13 now. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of hesitant now. You know, I got to protect me. Your you know, feelings. I got yeah. feelings. Right. So I'm kind of hesitant. You know, it's like I'm at your house. You like get whatever you want to. You know, mm -hmm. I, I still treat you like you're a stranger. You right. know, that's how you are. He yeah, he is a stranger. You're, you're, you're a stranger to me. Absolutely. So, you know, it's going to take me some time to open up, you know, right. to me. Even now, you know, you forgive, but like I say, you never forget situations right. like that. But you got to build that trust. You got to build that trust. But to right. my mom's credit, she never got in the way. Even, you know, even when, got, even when I got even when I got to be a teenager. Right. Yeah, even when I got to there be a teenager, she's like, you know, Terrell, you know, check up on me. You know, check up on me. I, 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 
I'm I'm kind of like I'm playing devil advocate yeah. because if that was one of my babies and I'm the custodial parent and you tell me you come to get my child and you don't show up, you gonna oh yeah, I'm gonna you fire done, you done yeah, yeah. oh, oh yeah you fire because you don't hurt my damn baby feelings mm-hmm. right so now I'm on fire so you can't call me talking about coming to get him again yeah. no you got to work see, look, you got to come by yeah. here and spend time with him a little bit mm-hmm. let me show right. show me that you got dog serious yeah. and, right. and you keep coming by here mm-hmm. until I feel like okay it's come for you to take yeah. him but you're right. not finna take my the, child no way and get they Feelings mm-hmm. all excited about yeah. going somewhere, you don't show the fuck exactly. up. Exactly, but see right. the thing for me. And, and, but you still are not denying him. You're still yeah. saying, well, you could come over here and mm-hmm. see him or her, but you still don't take it completely away. Yeah, yeah, but they finna get some words. I finna oh, cuss somebody the fuck out. Absolutely. That's expected. Yeah. But all I'm saying is, it wouldn't be right for you to just be like, you didn't show up. Shut it, cut. I got what, right. you, I what you're saying. You didn't show up, so goodbye. Don't call no more. Yeah. Don't do nothing no more. Yeah, but that, but I, that I, happens. I happens. get it from both from both. That happens. Yeah. Yeah. It but still see, happens. Lucky for me in that situation, though, I had like the greatest stepfather ever. I, I to this day I call him my dad versus mm-hmm. my real biological dad mm-hmm. because he was always there. Mm-hmm. So it was never like even though my dad wasn't there, it wasn't like I was one of those kids that's you know I got daddy issues. You know what I'm saying? Because I was I was well loved. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I just couldn't understand why you don't want. What's, what's my, wrong? My thing you know is, you right. didn't you didn't like cling to your stepdad instead of clinging to your real dad. Like once your your mm. real dad showed you his even, real colors, did you didn't cling to your stepdad, even though that's not your my, dad. Me, me and my stepdad was all from like because mm-hmm. he's been there since I was two, so that's oh. what that's what I know. So for me, you know, I always knew who my dad was, but for me, this is my stepdad. That's like you said, he you were kids from yeah, kids remember who has always been there. So. Me personally, but did, did you did, did you but did you feel like you were betraying your stepdad by he didn't trying to show this sorry ass nigga love? He didn't take it that he didn't take it that way. He probably didn't because he's a stand up dude. Yeah, but did you kind of like damn? You know what I'm saying? This dude been here since I was two years old. He never left my side. You know, he made sure I had everything I wanted, need, and desire. I'm over here clinging to this as, damn as nigga a, that keep. Well, see, it wasn't never a clean. Keep it, disappointing me. But see, the thing was, it was never a clean thing. Like I would never say, you know, like if I I would know, you know, as a kid, you're not stupid. Mm-hmm. So I knew there was a rift there, and if he didn't show up after that, you know that night or that day, I never asked about it again. He just, he didn't show. So you know, what? What, you know it is right. what it is. You know what me me this me this me this me this is me. Uh-huh. Me being a stepdad, I, if I was your stepdad, uh-huh. and he did that shit to you more than once, bitch, you can't call back around here no more. This me, I might yeah. be dead ass wrong, yeah. and forgive me y'all, but fuck it, you can't call around here no goddamn more. I'm taking care of this goddamn child. Don't worry about it. He's right. straight. Don't yeah. call him no goddamn more. You can't come see him. When he turned 18, then you holler at him. Yeah. But until then, don't call around him no goddamn more. No, you ain't come to goddamn get him. Yeah. No, you ain't come to see him. Because right. you can keep hurting my goddamn boy feelings. Yeah. Right. That's me. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you, go, if you do what you're supposed to do, I have no problem with you coming exactly. to get your child. But you can hurt my motherfucking child feelings. I've been there since it was two. You know what I'm saying? And I've been there since I was right. two. That means I got love for you. Yeah. Right. You feel me? I got nothing but love for exactly. you. You my child. So Absolutely. you can hurt my goddamn child, I got something to say about it. And me, yeah. you might have to get in the goddamn front yard and do something. Yeah. Because you can hurt my damn child feelings. Exactly. Stop coming by here. Stop calling my motherfucking old lady. Now, if you continue to do that, now I got to come see about you. Exactly. Because you you disrupted my household over here yeah. with this bullshit. Yeah. That's how I get down. Yeah. So I would I probably would have flipped on his ass. Yeah. Well, see, for me, like I say, different kids are different. For me, right. I, I, I I use that as all constru- kids are different. Yeah, all kids for me. Yeah. That shit. It, excuse my French. It lit a fire in me. So I always wanted to go harder. Whether that be grades, I want A's and B's. If it's I sports, it. I want to be the top dog. I want to be the best at it. You know. Oh, you got your dad. That's the reason for me to come. You know, come at you even harder. You know, because 
You know what? My thing was, I'm going to show you what you're missing out on. I'm the best of the best. And even to this day, that's how, you know, that's how I look at it. And, like, even when we were talking, he say, man, you know, your mom and your stepfather, they did a damn good job, you know, raising you. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, I know, I know they did. You he know? shouldn't even have the goddamn gumption or the god dog on nerve to even say no dumb shit like that. Me. Because you wasn't there. Like, shut the fuck up. I yeah. ask you all that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, shut the but, fuck up. That, that, that's your... My, my, my mama and my stepdad should not be in the conversation when you're talking to me. Yeah. You should be talking to me about me and you. Yeah. They should not even be in the conversation. Stay, kid them out your damn mouth. Right. You want to build a relationship with me. Mm-hmm. Don't be talking about my goddamn mama and my damn stepdad. Like, Absolutely. I get emotional about shit like that because, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, I got a stepson, yeah. a wife's son. You know what I'm saying? And his dad, he, he got a real good dad. Yeah. You know, his dad, come get him, spend time with him, treat him. But uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? That's my boy too. That's your boy too. That's my boy too. You know right. what I'm saying? I make sure right. he he's straight. Exactly. I talk junk to him and get on him. And he yeah. probably get married like, you always talking junk, you always get on me. But, but you know, know I do you, it out of love. It's coming out of love. You know though. I do it out of love. And I ride or die for my boy. Exactly. You no, know, you can't got dog on say that to my damn boy without me getting upset. Yeah. I'm gonna ride or die for my boy. Right. Or my stepdaughter, whoever. I'm gonna ride for you because mm-hmm. you in my household. So I feel that me personally, he is a sorry ass nigga. He shouldn't be questioning nothing going on, or you make no comment about nothing going on. Well, no, see, you, your mama, co- and your step. True, but it was see, it was the you gotta understand the context of the situation. You know what I'm saying of the conversation. It wasn't where he was talking to them, talking about them, but he's just saying, you know, I, he's admitting to his flaw. You know what I'm saying? You know when somebody he already your knows flaws. his flaws. You know his flaws. I too. know his flaws too, but you so know, I, like I, I say, I, you hear you hear a person out. You know, you don't have to. You know, it can go in one ear and not the other. But I'm right. gonna at least give you a chance to speak your piece. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm a okay. I'm a mean nigga boy. So we gonna go to the comments. So we got Takora. Who did it? Takora is saying, "Man, listen, I have raised my brother when my mom died, and he was eight years old." By the time my brother got about 14 or 15, I let him choose if he wanted to go, especially when he said his father wasn't treating him fairly around his other siblings. Oh, man. So I, did, I didn't make him go back, and that's what I'm saying. You know, wow. his, at that point, her brother said, I don't want to go back, and she didn't make him go back. And, th- and that's basically what I did with my kids. When they said, I'm not going back, yeah. I don't want to go back, I never enforced it. Because at that point, my kids are old enough to make decisions to say what they like and what they don't like. True. Yeah. Okay? And if you're telling me you don't want to go to back, guess what? Green you're not going back. back exactly. Period. And right. so, um, so I get exactly what she's saying. Yeah. So to this day, his father doesn't reach out to build their relationship. And my brother is 21 now. Wow. Mm. That's that's a hard one because I feel exactly what she's saying. Yeah. I understand exactly what she's saying because my son is 17 now. You know, his father reached out to me because he'll call. He has DJ phone number. Clearly but has DJ, DJ phone number. You know what? And I have seen DJ do it. DJ look right at that phone and put it right back down. Yeah. He don't respond to no text. He don't respond to no phone calls. But that's because of the standard that his father set for their relationship. I never denied him access. It's the standard that you set. So now he won't fuck with you. And that's just how it is. That's how it's going to be. Exactly. I don't fault DJ for that. I don't either. Exactly. But I never chose for my son. You let him make that choice. Exactly. I never said, oh, your daddy ain't no good. But I think, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think once... The father start doing shit to your goddog on child that hurt your feeling. You should have intervened. My personal opinion, uh-huh. right? But you should have intervened. Like, you know what, pimp? 
Fuck that. You can't call DJ no more because you keep hurting my goddamn boy feelings and I have to be the one to clean up this mess. Right. So I'm not going to let you keep allowing you to hurt my goddamn boy feelings, telling him this bullshit, lying to him, say you come to get him. Now I'm finna intervene. No, until DJ get 18, you don't need to be contacting my goddamn boy. It's because your track record fucked up. How many times you gonna keep letting this goddamn yeah. man call DJ and tell DJ these motherfucking sob stories or these goddamn wistful goddamn thinking and dreams and shit and then he keep getting his feelings hurt over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Sooner or later, DJ gonna got dog on spaz. Well, and, and then, but see, at this point, it's not even about the feelings hurt because he can't hurt his feelings. Yeah, yeah what I'm saying, but, you see what I'm saying? but how long did it take you for him? I'm thinking, how long did it take for you to say, you know what, DJ, you make the decision. You should have. I think you should have intervened when he did it after the third or fourth time, maybe the fifth time. Like, you know what? You can take my boy through this bullshit. You can't see my boy until you got dog on get right with me. Get right with me so I can feel that, feel comfortable enough for you to talk to my boy. Because right now you showing me that you ain't reliable. Well, see, like in my right. situation, right. it was that one time. Like we, it was never, it right. was never a situation where we were. He was constantly in my life. So it was 1998. He didn't show up. We didn't talk again. Moms, nobody had communication with him until four years later. It was never a situation where we got it constant. Was constant. Yeah, it was never a situation where I'm going to come get you and he, he don't come. You know, that was one time he didn't show up. Right. Four years went by and he came back, you know, came back, went to be in my life and blah, blah, blah. You know, right. anything right. that went wrong after 2002, that was because if I didn't want to see you, if I didn't right. want to see you, I'm not going to see you and you can't force me. Right. And my mom never forced that upon me. Did you, did you miss that? That bond you could have had with him, or you just don't care. Like me personally, I, yeah, I don't. I don't care. I, I, don't spill, don't care. I don't. I don't go back on it. Like right. after that, after that time when you didn't show up, that it was happened. That. that was that. Because you got gone. Emotions gone. Because right. it's been eight years now that I've been making it without you. So yeah, I would like that, but it is what it is. You, you know, you got to toughen up. Like you say, you got to be a man so you get over it. And you have to also keep in mind they may still have a relationship with the other family. Okay, so if they have a relationship with the other grandparents, the other aunties and everything like that, his sisters, they may not just have a relationship with him. And depending on where the father stay, it may be with the grandparents <laughs> that the kids still have a relationship oh, with. Man. So there are different dynamics, okay? Because when they said they didn't want to go anymore, I stopped them from going. Yeah. It was then their father then trying to reach back out to them and try and build a relationship. And at this point... They not letting it happen. It's tough. Once True. you done ruin that. Right. It's so tough. when they said they didn't want to go, I stopped it completely. Yeah. There was nothing for me to talk about at that point. And I'm not going to yeah. send you no more. And you and they did not go back. Period. And then at the same time, no resentment can come to you. Exactly. Because, you because, gave because them I choice. never stopped. Yeah. I never stopped it. They stopped it on their own because they said, Mama, we don't want to go over to his house no yeah. more. And which at the point he was living with his mother which they had a relationship with their grandmother. So that's a totally wow. different dynamic. That's yeah, that's so strange. I can't yeah. say, okay, you can't go to Nana's house anymore. Daddy lives at Nana's house. <laughs> okay? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Daddy live with Nana, and they go into Nana's house to see Nana, and, and Daddy's not there. He, he wasn't there? He was on the road or something? He was just wasn't there? Or... No, he would be there, but he would choose to go and hang out with his friends versus spending time with the wow. kids. Oh, he just saw around yeah, that damn boy. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, but, oh. they, but they would still spend time with Nana. So, like I said, I was never putting my kids in unsafe my thing situations. Is, my thing is... It was just they seen for themselves that, uh -huh. hey, that he we are here. Listen. We are here to spend time with you. I don't know you your baby daddy, <laughs> and I'm going to say this, and I don't care. He's a fuck nigga. Yeah. Because if they going to see... 
Nana, that, you, that's his mother, that he lives in his mother's house. Yes. And, and the kid's going to see Nana. That's your way to sneak in the back door. Like, yes. yo, like, my kid's over here. Let me get that dog on. Like, talk I don't, to him. I don't know say how something you do to that. Him. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Ain't you no know, ease my way back into exactly. their life some type of way. Right. Motherfucker, you decide when they come over, go hang out so, with your motherfucking yeah. homeboy. So boy? what would he do? He, he just wouldn't be there like when the times they would be, they would go to uh, his mom's house. He just wouldn't be there? Or? He'll sneak away. Like what they see, I, look, it'd be all kinds of situations. Because wow, at the time man, I lived, crazy. at the time I lived in Rock Hill, uh-huh. I wasn't living here yeah. at the time, so I would bring them to. So he had a heads up that they were coming oh, to Nana's house, yeah. and he'll probably be going for like. And he decided not to be there. You have to keep in mind, my kids have always had their own cell phone since ten. Yeah, yeah, he fucked niggas. Since nigga. ten, he's okay? fucked nigga. Yeah. Okay, so even if he is there, he may come later that night. Whatever the case may be. It don't matter. The point is, I never put my kids in uns, because I knew their grandmother was going to love them and take care of them and all that kind of stuff. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But when they said, hey, I don't want to go back, and and that's because they got tired of the shenanigans. He could have piggybacked off his mom. He could, that, if he really wanted, if he to, really wanted to be absolutely. a part of maturing yeah. life, he could have piggybacked off his mom and just be around. He didn't have to necessarily got dog on go outside play ball with him, but just be around, be in the mm-hmm. house with him at the same time. And you going to be with your nana, what y'all call it, GG? What y'all call him? Whatever. They would they would eventually yeah. like lighten up and and, and lost that composure and like you know what came around came around and started being around him and like okay he ain't that bad but you not being there at all that's you showing them kids that when they come over there see their grandmama and you live there with your grandmama and you not there you You don't give a fuck you should always be there you know unless you're working you know but you should nah that's some sorry shit bro no I'm saying unless when they first come over if he's not there to greet them yeah he's he's not there to greet them yeah but they go there for the whole weekend and so he'll so be they going for the whole so weekend. He ain't never no, for the whole weekend. No, that's what I'm saying. He'll, so he'll oh, be going yeah. the whole weekend. That's a punk ass nigga, man. Yeah. That's so, fucked up. Like I said, he can't get mad now. I, I would yeah. never put my kids in a unsafe he situation. He don't have a dog in this fight. For real, for real. He can't get and mad. And that's why he don't have I a dog never, in this fight. That's exactly why I never intervened. Yeah. I never intervened because it was not my choice to make that decision. And my kids have the right to know their other family. They still love their aunts, their uncles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They still love them. They still want to see them be a part of their life. But as far as their father, they just don't mess They with don't them. treat their father like a father. Him. He's more like an associate or somebody like yeah. that. That's how they handle him. And that's because of how he. He, he lucky to get that. Them. Right, that's true. He right. lucky to get if, that. One thing is, I have a problem with my baby mama. I can't stand the ground she walk on. I hate her. It is what it is. That happens. <laughs> I'm saying if, if, if that's the case. <laughs> right. But that have nothing to do with my child. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? My child wasn't. You know, they want to be here. Yeah. So right. you know what I'm saying? Just because I don't like you, you still my child. I'm exactly. still make sure that's my child affect. straight. Right. So I might look at you up and down, shake my dog on head, like man, come on. Right. And bring my child to me, and me, my child. I get down, but no, I'm not fooling with you. Exactly. You know right. what I'm saying? And I shouldn't take, because I don't like their mama, out take of the it kids. Out on, yeah, I'll take it out of the kids. Absolutely. Man, better have me in here, got dog on. I already got hot, so I sweat <laughs> Damn crazy <laughs> ass man. Your yeah. baby daddy so boy. It, it, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. But like I said, and but they wow, become man. to recognize that, you know, it wasn't me. It yeah. is the choice he's making. Um, so, um, let's see. What else? Let's get to the comments. Let's get to the comments. Uh, who is this? I ain't know. My cousin said, my stepdad raised me as his own. I love my dad. He's the biggest part of my life. 
But whenever I got in trouble, he came and looked. God damn, she got down, got a book. Never tr <laughs> whenever trouble came, yeah. I looked to the person that was dad 24-7 as a child, my stepdad. Yeah, hats off to, to the real stepdad. stepdad. See, there you go. Oh, absolutely. There absolutely. Go. So what is your cousin's name? Belinda Fair. Belinda Fair? Yeah. Okay, got it. I see it. I it's see a B it Diva Baker Fair. Yeah, uh, I see yeah, it. Yeah, all that goddamn shit there. <laughs> okay, so absolutely. So the stepfather raised her, but you still have a relationship with your biological dad mm -hmm. too, correct? Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, that's my cousin. Yeah. She just okay. knew who it was. I, I knew, I knew. Right. Because she sometimes knew she used to go to her dad's house yeah. on weekends right. and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. Right. She still spent time with her dad too, so. Well, that's that's <clears throat> co-parenting. Yeah, yeah, that's co-parenting. Great co-parenting. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? She's had uh, she had two great men in her life. Mm -hmm. that, that's that's rare though. It, it is, two, man. <laughs> to have two great men in your life, it is. or two great women. It is. So let's get on to this next topic. Of My neck hurt. The child. Oh Jesus! If you marry someone, oh, and the child is on child, if if you marry someone who is on child support. Yeah, I got that question too. Are you obligated to help them pay the child support? You are not no. obligated, but it, it happens. So, again, if you marry someone who is on child support, are you now obligated to help him pay his child support or her child support? You're not obligated, you're not obligated but obligated, if you're in a relationship with me or with them or and whoever, you care about the kid. and you care about the kid, you're going to help. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're going to make sure... <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Takora said, I would not. Oh, caps. But Takora, so let's, with you loving him, shouldn't you love the kids too? She yes. probably She probably love the kids, but she probably just saying she not doing, you know. Like, is it is it possible you know, that you could love the kids? Child support, it could be a different thing. Like, okay, do you help feed the kid when the kid is at your house? That's support. Yeah. Would you got dog on if the kid need uh, drawers, T-shirts, and socks while they over at your house? Would you go get it if... He can't go get it. That's still support. Yeah. We ain't saying God dog gonna fuck out your whole check. We right, talking about right. help out every yeah. now and again when you right. can. I'm sure right. that any, type of stuff. Yeah, I'm sure any, any instead spouse of letting like, them you know, get behind. Yeah, because if you let them get behind, he going to jail. Yeah. It's still gonna affect your household. And, and guess what gonna happen? He gonna be gone from you. <laughs> right. So exactly. he, you ain't got a man or uh, a stepchild. And 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 another thing that takes place is if you file joint taxes. Yeah. They snatching. They snatching your taxes too. If y'all filing together as a married couple, and don't file fine, together. Yeah. Don't file together. They're gonna take it anyway. Don't file together. So it's it's to your advantage to make sure at least he's paying it. Yeah. I, I, I think but, okay. I think probably obligated is like the wrong word because like you say no. What I'm what I'm saying. Listen, hear me out. Okay. What I'm saying is any person that cares about the child, they're gonna help. They're gonna help out. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna be a situation where they're like. No, I'm not helping you. You know, if you love the child and the child needs something, you're going to take that initiative to do it. I think you make a doggone a stand not to help your mate take care of the doggone child. That maybe I need, need, need to be together anyway. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, like, That's damn. why That's I say because it's an obligation. When you become married, you're supposed to become one. It then becomes your obligation, too, to make sure... All the kids are involved. Well, that's kind of like whether it's yours or hers. It's y'all job but, together. But it's an unwritten rule. It's but what, like you what, know, what's you the know, difference, though? What I'm saying is you what's know the that. I'm gonna say what's the difference. Mm -hmm. Say for instance, Takoria, you have a son, and then I come in your household, and now I'm your man, mm -hmm. helping you take care of your child. But you gonna help me take care of mine on the other hand? Oh, now that's 
Yeah, that's ass backwards. You can't you can't have it like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the ass backwards that I'm happy to take care of yours. I'm happy to take care of mine. We're supposed to be in this together. There you go. That's why that's why I say obligation, because to me, it's still parenting. Y'all helping each other raise and take care of each other's kids. Yeah. Period. Point blank. Because you became a stepdad. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called stepdad and stepmama. Step yeah. Because you are now filling in a parenting role. With his kids mm-hmm. or with her kids. So, Decor, you better find you a damn see, man who ain't when, got no kids. When right. I say, listen, when I say unwritten rule, though, any parent that's a good parent just knows. You know, you don't have to question it. That's just right. something you do. That's all. Basically, I'm in a nutshell, when you get with somebody, yeah, you, you get know, you all know the that, baggage. You know, that they going got in. two and three kids. That's exactly. the baggage you got to take care of. You know that going so in. That, I mean, that's real talk. You just take real. care of the baggage. So, Decor is saying, I ain't filing no joint, especially if I know. But I'm not getting with a man who's behind on child support because he sucks. He ain't doing what he's supposed to. How you know? It's, it could have been he got laid off or something. No, how you, no, how you going to know he, he behind on child support? He ain't going to no shit like that. <laughs> he probably won't tell you. He ain't going to tell you no shit that. like that. You'll find out what his ass got there and get that knock on the door. Or when they snatch up y'all taxes. That's what you Richland, oh, find out. Richland County. Yeah. Richland oh, County. Man. And, and Miracle Wright is saying, what's yours is mine and what's mine is exactly. yours. It's the unwritten When you are married. Exactly. Absolutely. I agree. Exactly. I agree. Yeah, we ain't finna do all I that. I agree. And so, and so say y'all are married. Y'all been married and these kids, y'all been helping raise and take care of them, uh-huh. whatever. And so what happens if you pass away? Is your wife then still obligated to continue to help take care of the child that she has been helping you raise? It depends if they still have that bond. Right. You know what I'm saying? If she's just doing it because she's helping me out and she don't really too much care from for the child. Heart, yeah. Yeah. Then she's just doing it because she with me. Then, okay, it is what it is. But if she got dog and genuinely, usually a chick a genuinely care gonna, it's gonna, about they you. Continue yeah, to they'll continue, continue to make sure your child's straight and they, they care about your child. They don't give a damn about your child. They don't give yeah, they ain't gonna help you when you got them. Yeah, the hell with you. Yeah, so absolutely, I agree. I agree. Yeah, this child support thing could be a tricky thing. So know what you're getting into before you get into this it. You know, you know, people don't goddamn tell you everything anyway. They don't. They, don't they try. They try to dress it up. But it don't hurt to ask. If you're dating someone with kids, it don't hurt to ask him, especially if he's trying to build a relationship with you. Are you on child support? <laughs> Do you pay your child support? So what if what do if you he, take care of your kids? What if they get on child support after y'all start dating? Do you ride it out with them? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, most dating, times <laughs> it's tough, boy. Most times it is. If y'all like dating that. and y'all done built a relationship or whatever, I don't think that child support is enough reason to make that. Because again, it's not built on your income at that point. Because y'all are just dating. It's strictly built on his income. Yeah. But what if that throws like a monkey wrench in, in, in the thing? In, in the money. That money that he would have had for you on you to spend on you is not or, going to. Or the household. Or the, yeah. the household bills now. Now he got to pay this whatever his child support. And I'm not going to hold in his got dog on. Now they got to downgrade. They can't afford they they used to afford before. Because Maybe he need to get a second job. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Now the nigga got to get a <laughs> second job. Now you know what's going to come next. Yeah. He ain't got enough time for me. <laughs> yeah, you got two jobs. You, you got, got all these damn churn. Now you got no time for me. I don't feel. That shit. That won't last, boy. Y'all try to do a motherfucking end, boy. 
Amen. Look, that's you. what happened, y'all. Got, and, oh. and, and, and just keep in mind, all the things that we are saying refer, that goes the same for a woman. It is mm-hmm. no different because I give my hats off to a lot of these men who are raising their kids. Mothers are on child support or not on child support. So that's another thing. Yep, for, get to it, get to it. For the single fathers, uh-huh. let me ask y'all, if there are any single fathers in the remarks, please reply. But nine times out of ten, with men who are raising their children, they do not put the mothers on child support. Why is that? We don't. It, it makes them seem weak. Like they can't. They can't provide for their doggone child. So they were like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go ahead and put her on child support. I'll just do it by myself. I'll mm-hmm. struggle and make sacrifices and make ends meet on my own. I don't have to use that doggone white man to sick on you, make you do what you already know you're supposed to do. Like mothers, yeah. mothers had that motherly instinct yeah. to protect and to take care of their got doggone child. So when you stop doing that, you know what I'm saying? you like, damn. So now I got to take up the damn slack. So now I'm taking up the damn slack. I got to be the mama and the goddamn daddy too. I don't I don't need no help. Like men got pride. I don't need no motherfucking yep. government assistance. Help me take care of my motherfucking child. I'm going to do it on my goddamn own. So they don't go to the women and say, I need help. They just do it on their own. Yeah. I, my my daughter, I would never call her mama, ask her for anything. I just I do it. Rob Peter to pay Paul. Make it happen. I might call my brother. If I'm, I'm but sure. somehow you gonna come or, up with that or without I call my sister when I'm short yeah. or stuff going on that I know I can't handle. But I would never call her because it, it's just a pride it thing with a man. See, yeah, that's like asking a woman for money. Yeah, you know? like it's a pride thing. You're not gonna call her and yeah. ask her for that. She should already do. Yeah, you know you got a child over here. You should already do. Yeah. You shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to call you and say she need X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. She, you should already do. Yeah. So if she did. If she did, then I, you know it's a plus. If she didn't do, I didn't worry about it because she got it. Do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's how, that's how I handle it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. men ain't gonna, men ain't gonna ask nobody. See, for that's help. the mind. Real men yeah. ain't gonna ask nah. nobody for some help. See, take care of their child. That's that like that's like a slap in the face. Yeah. And even and see, that's the mindset of a man. Even if it, if y'all ain't on good terms, mm-hmm. no matter how ticked off we are, like he said in his situation, mm-hmm. even to be, he still wouldn't do that to be vindictive. You know, right. he just the hell with it. You know, she not taking care of the yeah, kids. We gonna ride it out. We gonna ride it out. Exactly. Okay. I'm going to ride it out. Okay. you just going to support the child. Don't support worry about child. what the mama doing. Rob Peter to pay Paul. Okay. I'm good. All right. All right. And there are some women with that concept. There too. are. There are a lot of women who think that, that I'm not going to waste my time mm-hmm. filing for child support because if he chooses not to take care of his child, I can take care of him by myself. Mm-hmm. I don't need child support. There are a lot of women who feel that way, think that way. Yeah. Okay. So in the, in the case of child support, if a parent is on child support, should that automatically include visitation? Because as yeah. we know, child support. No, it don't. Listen, no, no, I'm, 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 no, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. I know it don't. So yeah. child support and visitation are, are two, two separate things. things. But do you think if a parent is paying child support, should that automatically include a visitation clause? Well, I. I know for a fact. When you sit down at the um, at the table with the um, the mediator, mm-hmm. you can ask for visitation rights right then and there. Mm-hmm. Now, if you walk away from that table and don't ask for it, then you got to go go back to court, get another court date, and then sit in front of a judge and ask him for visitation rights. And you got to prove to this judge that you deserve visitation rights. Do you have Ooh. the means, or mm-hmm. do you have a, a comfortable enough space for the child to go visitation rights? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you sit down at mediation in front of the you know, court appointed person. And you tell her I want visitation rights, or I ain't paying nothing. Then guess what's gonna happen? 
If she don't agree to it, if she don't mm-hmm. agree to it, then you ain't finna get no visitation right. Exactly. Well, I feel like, because yeah. you might go to court and she might say, well, your honor, he ain't paying his child support. And you might say, because I ain't seen the child. The judge don't want to hear that bullshit. Because All he want to know is, yeah. did you All pay you this goddamn money? Support. We ain't hear about child support. Mm-hmm. We not hear about visitation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to make sure when you sit out at that damn table, you make sure you negotiate, I want to see my child. If I'm going to pay X, Y, and Z money, mm-hmm. I want to see my child yeah. these days, these days, these days. And then y'all come to agreement. Because okay. they get mad at you. So y'all hear it, non-custodial parents. Y'all have if rights. You, yeah, know your exactly. rights. Know your rights. If you are being taken to court for child support at that point, also ask for negotiate that visitation right. in there as well. Oh, the but those are days that they can't take away from you once it's documented. Once it's documented, true. you have now, to. Now at that point, if she's not following the court order, you go, then you yeah. have a leg to stand on. Exactly. Lock her ass up. Yep. They lock our ass up? Yeah, like with my pops, when he and uh, my stepmother, when they divorced, you know, and he'll be like, when he tried to get my little sister one time, or, you know, they fighting over holidays because, you know, they have it where, you know, a certain holiday they're supposed to, you know, be have with, yeah, have the kid. Like you say, you can go to the court, get them locked up, and, you know, things of that nature. Yeah, because they're not buying by the um, yeah, child support order. Exactly. exactly. And in that case, it make it easier for you to win custody, too, if they're not following the orders, the court orders. Yeah, yeah. but it's a lot of a lot of red tape. You gonna have to got the damn near miss. I think it's like three or four times miss. You know what I'm saying? Visitation, mm-hmm. or they even sign a warrant out for her to see why the hell you gonna let this man see his goddamn child, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. So it gonna take a couple of couple of times. Yeah, like I said, they'll move faster for a woman. Well, yeah, than the man. <laughs> let you got dog not pay child support, and she call up day. Oh, you finna get a court date next month. <laughs> you tell her you ain't see your child. You gotta do three, four times. A, a police documentation that she ain't been where she's supposed to be mm-hmm. or you can get a goddamn court date. Mm. It, it, it just ain't, sometimes it ain't fair for us, man. It's not, man. We get drugged yo, in child support situation, yo. man. We get drugged like hell. So. Okay, so we do have a comment here um, it's, um, from Hope that is, there was a point in my life where I lost my job, repo man looking for my car, didn't know where my next meal was coming from, lights about to be turned off, I had my ex-husband take them because he was in a better place, basically. I didn't ask what they needed. I took them things and spent time with them at the park, his house, the library, or McDonald's playground. Uh, We ate ice cream. I did this every week, several times a week until I got myself together and could get them back. That that that's what a parent does. Yeah. They don't just become absent. Yeah. I agree. She did the right thing. She put her kids in the best situation possible until she got back on her feet. Because she genuinely loved Love her, her kids. kids. Yeah. You exactly. Know what I'm saying? When you just having kids just to have kids and you right. don't really give a fuck about Anything, kids yeah. at all, you got doggone some women will just no. leave them, got their kids with their daddy, and you never see their ass again until she got another goddamn child. That, like that. Right. Yo, now that's the right. definition of a savage. Yeah. Cold-hearted savage. Right. Yeah, so I'm like, yo, I done right. seen that happen too. Mm. Yeah. I done seen motherfucking women drop kids off to the goddamn daddy and never come back, and then you see their ass again, they got another baby. <laughs> Wait a minute, where you other goddamn kids? Are they with their daddy? <laughs> what? <laughs> they with their daddy? Yeah, they Why they with you? Yep. But, again... Oh, we already established these new women. We got some savages Yo, out here. Man, <laughs> man, 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 man. We got some savages out here. And a lot of women now are yeah. walking away from their kids. Well, you know, I got That's a question. I say there's a lot of single fathers out here. There yeah. are a lot. The single father rate is going up yeah. day by day yeah. by day. Because the women now are to the point where 
why do I have to raise the kids? You take the kids, and I'm gonna move on with my life. But I, I, I would sit down with any dude, anytime, and tell them this, and this is gold. Get your kids and raising yourself. It ain't hard. When you feed yourself, you feed them. When you go to make sure you got lights in your apartment, in your house, make sure they got lights. And they go buy shoes for your kids, make sure you buy your yourself some shoes, buy your yeah. kids some shoes. Like, it's not that hard. I did it right. by myself, with my son and my daughter. You know what I'm saying? They lived in my household. So I made sure when I had, they had. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It ain't hard. And it's easier. It's right. so much less stressful yeah. if you taking care of your child yourself. And I had to get dog to deal with a whole bunch of booze. It's way yeah. easy and way less stressful. You know what I'm saying? But men so scared that, man, I don't gonna be able to do. Listen, at one point of time, your child come first. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Always. At a certain point of time, Always. your child will have to come first. And then, And you will see, listen, you will see the blessings that will come your there way you yeah. when you in there with your child trying by yourself and yeah. you trying to make a way. You will grow up faster. Right. Yeah. You'll grow up faster. You'll mature faster and you'll see your child grow up. You'll learn stuff about your child that you like. You will never learn. And you learn stuff about yourself. That, and she, yeah. When she with her mother. Yeah. You're like, no. You know what I'm saying? I can really do this. And you know, I, I listen, when my kids got to age, I had a fit when my mm. daughter decided she wanted to go and live somewhere else. I I had a conniption because mm-hmm. motherfucker, I, I done had you since, Your whole life. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Since you was this age. Now you talking about you want to, listen, I almost had a god dog on heart attack. <laughs> part part. And my son the same way. Like, uh-huh. no, I don't want you to go nowhere. I done had you this long. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm used to, you You complete me. You make me whole. You make me god dog on stable. You make me god dog on be a better man. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? I don't know where I'll be without my kids. I'll probably be some way wild in a motherfucker without yeah. my kids. You know what I'm saying? So my kids got me. You know what I'm saying? Where said, I'm a good, yeah. I'm a good dude. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They made me grow to a man that I am today. Without them, man, I don't know where I'd be. That's yeah. honestly, I don't know what I'd be doing if look, I had my kids with me. That's what I say. Absolutely, absolutely. I, look, it'll make you grow. Like when I had uh, co custody of my nephews, I had co custody them for two and a half years because my sister had to do some time. And during that time frame, I'm young. I'm twenty something, twenty, mm. twenty one, twenty two. So I'm doing things that an older man would do. You know, the PTO meetings and yeah. going to meet the teachers and things like mm. that. But that was a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about, like you said, I didn't think about being at the club or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have fun with the kids. The kids mm-hmm. almost become your life. Even now, like my nephew about to graduate the, um, on Friday. So all you see me talking about, my boy, my boy graduate. You know, yeah. it's a blessing, especially even though I don't have any of my own. Their father died in 2006. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I know what it is not to have that father figured up. And so what he going to do? He going he he to pay you homage. Yeah, Absolutely. when he get older, like, you know what, my uncle stepped up, man, yeah. and made sure I was straight. My dad man, died, and you know he gonna make it, sure. It's the Good. like you say, it's the best feeling in the world. Man, best you know, feeling you, in the world. You learn man. so much about yourself and them in the process. Yeah, and it, and wonderful. you grow up. You do. You grow you do. up. You grow up. Absolutely, that's a good one. That's a good one. And I got to say this, uh, my homeboy Marikis. Marikis mm-hmm. is on here listening with us. Marikis, what's up, Pimpin? He been here, here, faithful dude, man. Marikis, what's up, dude? What's happening, Pimp? I gotta give homage to Marikis because Marikis raised five kids that were not his. Wow. Goddamn, bro. His sister, he raised his sister-in-law kids. Gotcha. Okay. His sister-in-law kids? His sister-in-law kids. You're a good man, boy. Yo. Okay? He took them kids in and he raised them kids with him and his wife. So this is his wife's Sister. sister's kids. kids. Yeah. Gotcha. So homage off. He, I yes, mean, he man. did it. Good dude. It yeah. does not, just because it's blood relation doesn't it, it always make exactly. you a father. Time exactly. and time again, we have seen 
people step up to the plate yeah. who was not the biological father mm -hmm. and raise those kids and did a wonderful job raising them. Yeah. I think they're all college grads, too. Damn, Marikas. That's, that's what's up, bro. Yo, what's up? So, that's what's up. Great job, Marikas. I mean, Yo. my hat's Big tall, we big dog. We, we do. need more men like that. So, women, y'all see that there's some good men it is. out there. Right. Exactly. They are some good men out there. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you said you had a question. What was your question? Yeah. My question is, I want the women to ask oh, this good. because men, we don't understand this. Why do y'all use child support as a, a weapon, weapon against the man? <laughs> Listen, uh, when I said I see it on Facebook uh, all week, we just like we'll sit down after the show and before we go home, we'll discuss we'll see, we'll what our topic going to be for the next week. And then, soon as I got home and started strolling through Facebook, you said the next I seen day. a damn child support. I post. And I was like, I sent it to everybody. Like, yo, <laughs> look at this boo. You know what I'm saying? This is how God works for us. He, he show us stuff. So the girl was like, oh, my baby dad said something stupid. Oh, don't make me send these child support paperwork out. And I was like, <laughs> yo, it yo. ain't right, man. So, so let me add. It, it, it's okay, not fair, I'm, man. I, I, I've never done that, so I don't know. I can't relate. But I can say this. Why are men scared of child support? Because. Because. Let me tell you something. When men get a child she support, she shouldn't be able to use it. But as you got a another weapon. person determining, like a, a person, a white man. No offense, that's not even in your family that don't know the situation determining the fate though. The fate. It's like of, it's taking the power out of the man's hand, and he basically listen. Strong you you finna snatch basically in a nutshell, if not half financial. a third of his financial well being. He gonna have to pick a big step back, like. Not two steps, three, four, five steps back because you don't put them on child support. And you got to buy by her rules now. Like, she got the power when she put them on yeah. child support. So now you got to buy by her rules. And if you don't buy by her rules, she keeps hanging over your head like, you know what? If you don't do what I say, don't put you on child support. support. Listen, I don't know no man who want to go in the court system. We do hey, not want to no. go in the court system under hey, no circumstances. Because no. we don't want to put our faith in nobody else's hands. No. White man, black man, we don't give a damn. We don't put our faith in nobody else's hands. We don't want her to go in there That's and right. tell a whole bunch of lies because as soon as we walk through the door, we already got tried against us because they're thinking like, you ain't doing what you're supposed to do. They ain't heard none of the yep. story. They ain't heard that you mm. pick the child up and pick them up from mm. daycare and you pay daycare and you buy all the shoes and they the clothes. They don't hear none of that. All they see is, oh, it's another goddamn black man coming to goddamn child support court not doing what he's supposed to goddamn do. So you already got a strike. Now you got to sit here in this goddamn courtroom and convince this goddamn judge that you're a stand-up person. And guess what's gonna happen? Nine times out of ten, he already done prejudge you. And guess what's gonna happen? He don't give a damn what you talking about. If you ain't got no documentation or no goddamn proof, use a sorry ass dude. Everything she say is law. And he's gonna and he's gonna burn your ass. Yeah, yeah, I think that's crazy. Set but you I, a goddamn but fire. But it happens though. And it, it happens. happens. It happens. It happens too, too but I've times. also seen the reverse too. So I, I've seen it benefit where I've seen fathers who kept receipts because they knew mm -hmm. they had a vindictive. But that's that's sad minute. though. Yeah. It, it's sad, but I but again, know who you laying down and making kids with. Once again, that's, that, that's what they, they change after you have babies. And and it is what it is. But for whatever the case may be, whoever's heartbroken, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I've seen it work in just the opposite of what you're saying, where the father it kept all his receipts. He kept a shoebox of receipts, mm -hmm. just showing because yet they have not yet went to court yet. But he kept a shoebox of everything that he bought for the child, whether it was crib, diapers, wipes, shoes, clothes, whatever the case may be, to show that he has been doing his part as a parent. 
And when they went to court, it benefited him. He wasn't seen as the sorry father. Like no, he was seen as that until he proved otherwise. See, he was ahead of the game. otherwise. See, most men. He was seen as sorry. Yeah, he was ahead of the game. Most men don't think like that. You have to think like that. Yeah. Better save your text messages. Every, anything Everything. you gotta save. But some judges be nasty like that. They don't want to see care. shit. Yeah, they don't. They want to see shit. We got they a good question to... too. Oh, who answered? What's yes. up? Yes. Okay. So we got Chanda. Hey, Chanda. Where you been, Chanda? <laughs> so Chanda saying, "What do you feel about the absentee parent who pays child support and feels that they should not have to do any more beyond that money that they pay?" So, for example. If the child is visiting the absentee parent and the child may ask for anything, they will return saying that the child asked, ask your mama, basically. She's getting child support. So if you are if you are paying child support and, and the child comes to stay with you, mm-hmm. and the child asks for anything extra from you, the parent is now telling, ask your mama, she, she's getting child support. It could be depending on the type of money he's paying. Listen, if you paying like you said, fifty eight dollars, yeah, every that's two weeks, different. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. You can go ahead and get different. the child something. Yeah. But if you taking half of my goddamn check, and I can barely goddamn gonna pay my what, goddamn bills at my house, what your mama doing with the money? What you your mama doing with the damn money? Your mama should be able to take care of. But the child the is down with you visiting you for the weekend. For the weekend, what, right, what, so what, what do they want? I mean, you got to tell me what yeah, they want. Can't, you can't yeah. be nothing. Like, I want a cheeseburger. Yeah. Oh, you got, what, what do they want? Well, we talking like a PS5, you know, $500. Yeah. Like, how, what we talking about? What are we talking about? It got to be something specific. Like, Channel, what you talking about? Girl? Yeah, you want, they want shoes. They, they want, want specific. Yeah. What, because, what is it that the child is asking of the absent parent for him to say, you better ask your mama, she getting child support? What is the child asking for? If she's saying something like, like I said, a PS5 or Xbox or something like that, maybe... The dad don't have the money at the time. Yeah, you got to wait for it. So you might have to wait for it. Okay, so she's saying that joker makes hella money, so the extra won't break him. He's just being selfish. But, I mean. No matter what the kid is asking for. But, okay, I'm going to say this. Yeah. But, again, what is the the mom doing with the money, though? That's what I want to know. In this situation. The child is well put together. Uh So she does what, she has a house. Mm -hmm. She has a rental property. She takes care Mm -hmm. of the child. She's a great mother, mm-hmm. but when he goes, he feels like he shouldn't have to do nothing else, even when the child comes okay. with him, because he's paying child support. He's using saying. that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. So when the child comes with him, oh, I ain't got to do X, Y, and Z with you because I pay your mom child support, but which is stupid damn, selfish. Do he really love the kid then? You know? <laughs> right, exactly. So that's what she's saying, because when the child is with you, and you know, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be like like when they say it can't be over like but a number. You shouldn't even say I mean, stuff. If it's like you shouldn't that, even say no, stuff no, like that I, to your kid. I, I don't that. care what the mother is getting. It you should not say, "Ask your mama." You, I'm paying child support. I, that is so disrespectful. True, I get that. Yeah. But I'm saying if it's something like it comes to a point where that kid might be spoiled too. You know, you yeah. put that up, t- put that bad boy on level where you know. Yeah, I get it next time. Yeah, I get it I next, get it next time. time. It I depends can't get it this on what time. It, yeah. I get it next time. Now, if, if it's something small, okay, I can see that. But yeah. if it's something we talking big, hey, son, uh, you know, daughter, you know. Yeah, I, I want to, that I want a 65 inch TV in my in my bedroom. Yeah, that. Okay, son, yeah. I'm going to have the guy dog on. I can't get it right now. <laughs> yeah, give me the, I get it. I get it. Next time you come, I'll have the money together <laughs> to get it for you. But that's response should never be. <laughs> no, the response should never be extra mama. No, that should be extra mama. I'm paying child support. No, no. Should be extra mama. Yeah, that never that. It shouldn't be. 
But you know, yeah, people, it, it, people yeah. do it. Right. People right. do it. Yeah, that 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 goes back to it. But yeah, I don't think that mothers should use child support as um, a leash to the father. You know, yeah. but at the same time. Fathers, please know your rights. Like a lot of these men don't know their well, rights, don't care to know their rights, don't so, look I mean, to know their rights, like, don't fight for their but kids. But like when they said though, a lot of us are scared of the court. It's not so with some men, it's not that they don't want to know their rights or they don't know the right. They're scared of that court. They know they finna get fucked. They behind the eight. They behind the eight ball, man. Soon you know? they walk through, though, they finna get fucked. They already know that <laughs> off the goddamn muscle. I'm sorry. The court system is not built for the damn black man. It's just the way it is. They tear our ass it. up every time we come to court for the so small how, stuff. So how do y'all explain child support for other races? Because <sighs> I, I know other races to pay child support in thousands. Like, like so how Because my logic is... Child support is based on a number of things. And if that man is making that money, his child support, of course, is going to be greater. So I got a question. I got a question. So. I, I got one question. Celebrities. I got celebrities. a problem with that. Okay. You're a celebrity. And you I make. Got a problem with that. You make. Um, 30 um, million a year. 30. Whatever. Whatever million dollars a year. Mm. I don't think. Thank you. It's granted for you to pay ten thousand dollars a month in child Thank support. Thank you. <laughs> ten thousand dollars a month. The kid can just come stay with you. The kid can just come stay no, with you. No, what I'm saying is, ain't no, no. no I'm you saying based on there is nothing. You saying they're taking advantage? There is nothing that you got going on in your life that is worth ten thousand dollars a month. I agree with you. I agree with that, but to the law they're basically saying that. Your child should still live in the same conditions that you live. When you are making that kind of money, your child your child shouldn't be living. Say for instance, maybe the mom say the mom is on public assistance, for instance. Okay. And you making millions of dollars, your child should live up to your standard of living. Well, give, give it to me then. Give me my child. Okay. And and, and see, with, that's and what with, I said. And with that being that's said, what I said, if you making that kind of money, why aren't you fighting for your ch- child? Why aren't you fighting for your child? Why he aren't probably you is. He probably it depends he probably on the situation. Is. Every situation is different. He probably is. But see, well, that's what's why going they on is, that amount. But see, what's going on is, she know I don't make make me a millionaire. I'm about and he to gonna pay whatever it up. is to keep me got dog on, keep me quiet, take care of this child. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna get what I get. I'm just mad at the point of it that don't, is like that. It don't it take like no five thousand dollars to raise a kid. To raise monthly. no kid, and no, ain't nobody unless you okay. a millionaire got no five thousand dollars worth of goddamn so, bills in your house. Let's take this situation. Or ten thousand dollars. Let's take this 10, situation because we're gonna go back to Chanda. For instance, okay, this is the same father that tells his child, "Ask your mama, I pay child support." Now hold on, wait, now. let me finish. Uh, 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 let me finish. She says, "My son's father is in the military, a E seven. When we went to court for child support, the courts offered me $1,140. Let me finish. $1,140 a month. I told the courts, no, that was too much. I asked for $525 a month. And he still acted ass. At that point, I would have said, you know what? I'll take that $1,140. Because she did him a favor. She said, no, I all I need is 525 I, I need 525 a month, and he act a fool in the courts mm-hmm. because he felt like he shouldn't have to be on child support. But they would have never been in court if he was doing what he was supposed to do. 
And you had a nerve to tell this child, ask your mama, I pay child Listen, support when he asked you for little stuff? I give her a standing ovation because I don't know no woman that would have turned down yeah. 1100. 1100? She turned it down and told them no. And she going half. Give me half of it instead. And he's still an asshole. <laughs> Damn. So Listen. that's why I tell you, all women not the same. All They're women not, not out no. for the money. Well, I'm, I'm Most just, just want you to be a father. That's true. I, I agree mm-hmm. with that, but I'm still finding it hard for you to turn I, down. I agree. 100. Yeah, hundred a lot of money. Buddy. I agree with you too. I agree with you too, Terry. But yes, just because you make a certain amount, you're a millionaire or whatever. I don't feel like you shouldn't have. You should have to pay ten thousand dollars a month. Yeah, I don't that's, think ridiculous, that's, that's ridiculous. Man. Like when you hear but, these celebs, but think about it like this. Ten thousand a month is not even putting a dent in his I, income. I get that, but still, it's the principle. Of they shouldn't just go after you because you got it. If that's the case, just have the kid come stay with me. Okay, and then if that's the case, you fight for your child. Period. But but you can't. But the kid, and I get that when it comes to millionaires. Yeah. Because yeah. if you live in high and mighty, and your kids live in a, a one bedroom, two bedroom apartment, some standards should be uplifted. If they are staying with the mother. True. If you rocking $5,000 pair of shoes, it ain't hurting you to upscale his living conditions. It, is it ain't $10,000 worth. Yo. I'm not saying $10,000 <laughs> worth, but I'm just saying it's not going to hurt you to upscale his living. And secondly, think twice. Before you go out here and you are a millionaire. Well, we already know. Yeah. We already know I mean, they ain't taking twice. <laughs> so we already yeah. know that off the muscle. Well, you put Man, yourself in that situation yeah, yeah, yeah. then. You put you yourself right. in yeah. that situation when you as a, and when you know you got a lot to lose. Yeah. And they got a lot to gain. If you're not trying to protect yourself, whatever happens, that's on you. I feel you. True. I, 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 I feel you on that you one. You got to yeah. be a little more responsible at that point to because know, you yeah. know you got a lot the to lose. The vultures out the way, yeah. Thank you. What if you became, what, what if you were poor first? Like these athletes, they already be poor. <laughs> and got doggone, they, they poor, you poor. We poor together. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, you done got your contract. Now you $35 million a goddamn year. That's 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 different. That's way different because that's I was I was poor with you. We was poor together. But my situation <laughs> unchanged. Now I got a little bit of goddamn money. Uh, so don't get you me. rich, we're gonna be rich together. No hell no. <laughs> no hell no, no the fuck no, we ain't. No, no, we're not. No. And, and look, we're not if, I went, if I if I went through the struggle with you, I'm gonna go through the upcoming with you. Now if y'all ain't together. <laughs> no. If I get my goddamn money and we ain't you side we ain't together no goddamn old listen. You not finna be rich when I'm rich. Hey. No, just because you got a child, no, that's not going to uh, be the key. I think I need to get my child because yeah. I, I ain't responsible for you. You know what I'm saying? But now, if she if she, if she living, she she working but, but, and, and make like $40,000 yeah, a year. Yeah, then I'm going to help she, out. And, and, she, and, she, and she doing what she's supposed to do yeah. and she handling the business. Then that's different. Then I, have yeah, no I have no problem. But if you got that. doggone just depend on me leech. to make sure oh, yeah. you straight. Oh, oh. no. Yeah. Get my you, child. But yeah. I ain't going to go for that bullshit. Y'all, y'all have to. You're right. Fight for your child. Yeah, that's child. What, that's that. the right thing to do yeah. at that point. But if you are not fighting for your child, which a lot of men well, don't yeah, do, if, if it's like they don't, they yeah, don't try to make a lot of men don't yeah. do. They rather let the mama take care of the kid and they move on with their life and they. Well, then if, 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 do that's that. if, yeah, if it's but know like what though? Then. If that's the case, if you don't want nothing to do with the guy dog on kid, you no, you're still involved with. But the you're kid. just not trying to make you a just don't effort. want the responsibility of being a full time parent. Like say for instance, well then that's that's, your that's different. Yeah, your yeah. that's different. Then guess what? That you in the clubs, you doing uh-huh. this. You well, guess what you got to do? You got to pay that money. Giving that money then. Yeah, I agree 
on that if you, situation. If you not got doggone taking responsibility for him and you making that kind of money, then yeah, yeah then okay. Exactly. Then yeah. And that's but, what if, but if you got there taking responsibility for him and make sure they got everything yeah. they want, need, and desire, and that's you right. still on top of that got to spend ten thousand dollars a got dog on month. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like if you out here being a future, I agree with you. Right. I agree with you. Damn future. <laughs> Man. But future ain't stop making kids. Yeah, he got that 10 now. Yeah, so if he keep making kids, shit, like you gonna yeah. take whatever come your way. You stop making that Well, that's, that's why he keep coming out with so many albums, because you got to. He's gonna stop shooting up girls' clubs, women's clubs. <laughs> <laughs> He's so damn stupid. Exactly. Don't shoot the club oh, up. Man. Don't exactly. shoot the club up. Oh, yeah, so what. shout out to Chandler, because she did do the, she did, she did what she thought she was doing. She thought she was doing the right thing yeah. by her child, and the father is still being an asshole. Because, uh, Personally, I told her you should have took the eleven forty. Damn, she do. Damn, she don't. Type shit. Because he was an asshole before they went to court, uh-huh. and he an asshole after. In that situation, he can't get mad if he ain't doing what he's supposed to be. So doing. did the judge grant her the five hundred, not the eleven hundred? Because she asked for it. Oh, okay. She asked for it. She told them, "Hey, mm-hmm. that's a little bit too much. I don't need eleven hundred forty dollars to take care of my child every yeah. month." I work still. I still make income. You so know? what the hell he wanted? Two dollars a month. He didn't want child support. Yeah, period. period. But he gotcha. ain't doing it. But he he wasn't doing his job though. Yeah. See now I, was, I have a problem. He kept with... always trying to negotiate uh-huh. stuff. I think at the time nah, she was man. just asking him to pay daycare. See, I got a problem. With and that he was he was. As a matter of fact, they daycare like one twenty a month. Thank you. Compared to five men, now Thank see that you. that's what I have a problem with when you got good for nothing dudes out here that make a baby but don't want to take don't want to deal with the responsibilities. When it comes to that, oh you damn right, I got a problem with that. I do have a problem with that. So he got all scot free. He should have been happy. Hell but yeah, from a thousand to five hundred. He should have been he yeah. should have been happy. Thousand to five hundred. And she still could take him back to court. How old is the kid? Uh, I'm not sure. How old is um Gavin now, Chanda? Is he like eleven? Oh, oh yeah, she could take. Yeah, she could. Man, that's, that's, but she she seemed like she had stand. You got to take off work, bring his ass back to court. He probably got doggone ain't even in South Carolina. Got to get that he nigga. Don't live here. Cause got to get military. that nigga. Fly that nigga in. Get a court date to coincide with him getting flew in and go through the same bullshit. Military again. don't play with that. Yeah, get him to cussing and fussing again about the same dumb shit. I ain't worried about it. He's eleven. That's all okay, I yeah. thought. Yeah, yeah it, ain't, it ain't even worth it. Yeah. If you want the five hundred, keep getting the five hundred. Let it ride. Don't even got doggone. Oh, spoiled milk. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> but it's again, crazy, that man. just goes to show that there are good women out here not trying to drag men. Yeah. Just want you to be a father and take care of your kid. There are a lot of asshole men out here yeah. who don't want to do nothing. So, it's true. It's true. that's that. But, um, you had another question or? Let me see. We two hours in, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? They ain't time about quick. We two hours in. It, it's 9.30. Oh, law. Time went by quick. Yeah, it went by. It always go by. It always go by quick. Yeah. So, um, y'all want to address what's going on now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went. It's only right. It's only right. We actually show normally about an hour, hour forty five minutes. We are two hours in, but we do want to thank you all again for joining us, conversating with us, having dialogue with us, open communication, nobody being judged. Um, everybody respecting each other's comments and being adults about it. Um, but we do want to share some light on what's going on in the world now. And I'll let you start. Um, what's going on, everybody? Um, all this rioting yeah. and, you know what I'm saying, protesting. I don't, I don't have a problem with 
everybody going out there and voicing their opinion mm-hmm. and protesting. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? Just speaking in your mind and you know what I'm saying? Getting your voice heard. I have no problem with that. That's what we need to do. But I, I really don't think all this rioting is worth it. You know what I'm saying? All you're doing is somebody took their time and their effort. I ain't talking about the big business. I'm talking about the yeah. small business that's being affected. Mm-hmm. Took their time, their effort, you know, their dreams, their hopes, and everything to have a small business, to run a small business and be successful in life. You have a part of the American dream, and you going around here tearing up their stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some people are living check to check. You know what I'm saying? We got a we got a pandemic going on. So now on top of a pandemic, now y'all want to ride and tear up people's stuff. I, I just don't feel that. You know what I'm saying? Some people are good people, and they work hard for their stuff. And I don't think you should go around here tearing up people's stuff because you mad about something that happened in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We in South Carolina, way thousands of miles from Minneapolis. And I understand you tired of black men being shot and killed. I'm, I'm tired of black men being shot and killed, too. But rioting... My opinion, rioting yeah. and looting is not going to solve anything. Yeah. I think if, if we really want a guy dog to make a change, when you start affecting people, bottom line, mm-hmm. that's being their dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Start boycotting. Start guy dog on, like, they doing the blackout. Mm-hmm. Stop spending your black dollar. We are the biggest consumer in the United we States. Are. We're probably the biggest consumer in the, in world. the world. In the world. You can feel me? So us being the biggest consumer in the world, if we decide one day, two days, three days, a week, not to spend money Amazon. Don't go out to eat. Mm-hmm. Keep our money to ourselves for a couple of days. You know how hard that's going to hit yeah. these Those people? Yeah. Hit these people? These people, when you start messing up people's money, mm-hmm. people start to listen. Back in the day, when Martin Luther King did the boycott on the buses, guess what they did? They changed, they changed the law. <laughs> they changed the law so everybody could sit where they want to sit because they boycotted the buses. That was a, a blueprint for change. So you take that same blueprint now and you stop. Listen, don't go to Apple. Don't go to Foot Locker. Don't go to KFC. Don't go to McDonald's for a goddamn week. Don't buy nothing for a goddamn week. I promise you, them people going to come to the damn table and sit down and make changes. And see, that's what my problem is. And I'm going to address it. No unity. Get it, bro. And then what happened this week, you know, if you look at the news, they kept telling you, and I kept telling people on Facebook, they don't pay attention to the signs. The people who was doing the looting, and but remember I said it last week. I said it right here last week. This was going to happen. I told y'all it was going to happen, and it happened. The people who was doing the looting and the rotting, they were not from here. Every place you look, the news kept saying it. We don't know when this occurred. We don't know how this taking place, but it's never been like this before. I told y'all what was going to happen. They was going to hire people to come from out of town to start this mess. If you look, I was at work. So if I, if I would have, I probably would have went, but then I probably wouldn't have. Because I did it in 2016. I was about the Black Lives Matter and the movement until I found out the real deal behind that stuff. What it is, it's a Jewish who owns Black Lives Matter. He the same dude who owns Antifa. Now think about that. Antifa is a hate group. Why would a Jew that owns a hate group own Black Lives Matter? Because black people don't understand what's going on. We have a right. We have the right reasons and the right causes behind it. All we know is we fight for black rights. Mm-hmm. But that's not what he's fighting for. So it gets lost in the sauce. It gets lost in the shuffle. And black people don't understand that. So I'm coming out, I'm seeing these protests, I'm seeing these riots, and I'm speaking out on it. And they're like, oh, you're a coon. Uh, you you know, you you ain't you ain't down for the cause. I'm like, I am down for the cause. I'm just not down with that cause because yeah. I see what's going on. So if you notice, like in Atlanta, one of the black dudes was like, I came here a couple weeks ago to the court, 
And these bricks ain't never been here before. Yep. Why these bricks here? Bricks. So I'm telling black people these bricks are here because what they want you to do is pick up the brick. So and the news can say it was building. it was a black man who did it. But if you look at who was standing up against the cops, it was white people with the mask on because that's Antifa. So what they wanted to do was Antifa start to ride in the looting. What happens? The message that black people had, it gets overshadowed. Gotcha. And the innocent white people and Asian people and whoever else was out there for the right reasons, it gets overshadowed. So my thing is people got to wake up and understand what's really going on. They, they tell you about this virus. A couple weeks ago, everyone was scared to leave their house because of the virus. Now, you're, now your ass this. out here, you, you, you out here and you out here riding. But what happened to you being scared? The damn virus. But, but that's the thing. See, <laughs> right. Mal, when I said last week, what I said about Malcolm X said the most dangerous thing is the media. Because a black man yep. who lets the media control them is a controlled black man. And yep. that's what's happening now. The least little thing the media tell you to do, y'all yep. do it. Think about this. If it would have been the other way around and it would have been a cop getting beat up, they would have took that shit down, excuse my French, from Facebook. But they continuously let this video sink out. And then weeks before that, the one for Atlanta. You see the dude getting shot. You can see it. So what happens is you don't have a filter for your emotions. You letting the media play. You see me, I, like I say, I see this stuff, but I watch it with a third eye. So while everybody was up in their feelings, I'm at work and I'm seeing what's going on. Yes, I feel the same pain that you do too, but I understand what's going on. They're playing on your emotions. That's what's happening. And black people, when I put the post up with George Soros said in 2014, he said the easiest community to manipulate is the black community. And I said, it's true. I got mm. people jumping down my throat. You going against the people I'm telling you. You've been manipulated and you can't even see it. So my question to all the people who did the looting and the rotting, what are you going to do next? That's my question to you. How are you going to use that construct that energy? And the thing, go ahead. My thing is, now, everybody claimed they was looting and rioting and protesting because they didn't lock up everybody. Now, everybody locked up now. Mm -hmm. Everybody's locked up and being charged. So now, what's the next move? And see, my thing is... Is anybody going to come and say, okay, then, we got what we wanted. Exactly. Is this enough? Mm -hmm. Are y'all going to continue tomorrow to mm -hmm. keep riding? Y'all going to continue tomorrow to keep protesting? Mm -hmm. What are y'all going to do now exactly. since they got locked up? You got what you wanted. Now what you going to do? But listen, the protesting is not the problem. The no, it's not the problem. The protesting, no, not the wait, wait, wait. Protest. Yeah. The protesting should continue because there needs to be a federal law across the board yeah. to prevent this type of stuff from happening. The rallying is not the problem. It's the, the looting, looting and all that stuff. Outside of that, because if you look at every rally that they had, state to state, overseas, they were peaceful, the rallies, until later on, but, something took a turn for the bad, but you and understand. all of a sudden you got looting, but you, gotta you understand, got rioting, you know what I'm but saying? But see, the thing is, it's going to continue because what black people don't understand and we being used because they want a race war. Like right. you, how you saw black people and white people out there together protesting peacefully. Right. That's the worst they thing they can have. That. Right. Because what, what, what they, they don't want, want the peace. Yes. Well, see, I think what black people really, really want is the same standard. When you go out here and kill an unarmed black man on national TV, you need to give that goddamn police 50 years. And that's what we Life. Life. And, and that's Death. What whatever you, you're going to give them to set a goddamn precedent. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If you go out here and kill these people, anybody... For no reason, and you got dog got that badge on your mm -hmm. on your chest, and you so, um, swore to this old, yep. you know what I'm saying? And you go kill somebody, mm -hmm. you need to get the stiffest guy dog on penalty and that, that's possible. What I'm we as black people, we always get up in arms when this happens, and it continuously happens. I keep telling people, 
It's been going but on for... You can, but you can fix it if you it, do that. That's what I'm saying. But it's been going on for 50 to 60 years. So there comes a point where black people got to look at themselves. It's something we're not doing. What are we not doing? We're not going to these people speaking these people languages. You got to go. You keep talking about presidential. These people, it's not presidential. It's okay. local. Get your ass to City Hall. Excuse my French, but it makes me mad. Get to your City Hall, your Town Hall. Make your voice known. And another thing, the problem is it's no structure now. People always talk about, like I talk about Malcolm X, but the thing was, Malcolm X wasn't militant. These people had no intention of getting violent, but what they did do is protect themselves. If you come mm -hmm. at me, I'm going to bark back right. at you. Right. It wasn't where they just went out there, like these kids, no, stuff, they yeah. went they out started. there, they started, they went yeah. out there to loot. So you got the you got the people on CNN saying, oh, the police fight back. Hell, if I'm a police officer too, and I'm trying to be peaceful with you, and you still coming at me, I'm going to fight back, too. You get to defend yourself. But people don't see it that way because, and which I understand, we up in our emotions. But we allow ourselves to be used, and black people, gotta they got to stop that. That's another thing. Like, you know, you got to understand, like, right now, it's a crazy time right now because we're being used as pawns, and we don't understand it. So you got one man you mad at, then you got another man trying to play on your emotions, trying right. to come to the black churches. Mm -hmm. And I also blame these black leaders, too, like in Charleston, because it's a lot of these black leaders they not in it for the right cause. They in it for the money and they in it for the Woo, voting. They get votes. Money. But I had a conversation today in the barbershop. Uh -huh. We was talking about it. And when we were talking about it today in the barbershop is what black man going to step up and be that voice? Because once you step up and be that mm -hmm. voice, now you get a target on your back. Because now the other people going to be looking at you like we don't need an uprising from black people. So now they're going to target him. So now I ain't saying that our leaders mm -hmm. are... I, I'm saying that our leaders probably scared yeah. to be... The Leaders. voice of reasoning because they know they finna be a target. Like they killed Malcolm X. They did. They killed, you know what I'm saying, um, Martin Luther King. They killed uh what's the dude in Mississippi? Um uh, Edgar Mep Edgar yeah. You know what I'm saying? They did that because those people are making change, affecting change. So once you start affecting change for black people, yeah, and, uh, they gonna and target you. And they I gonna target you. When they start targeting you, I don't think black but, people so got nobody the, who can do that. My thing is though. Mm -hmm. When you have peaceful rallying, and, and we have seen white people and black people on TV standing together. Unity. Unity. And they don't like that. That's what the problem is, is there is peaceful rallying. There is unity. There are white people who do not agree. All white, we know all white people are not bad people. True. Okay, we already know this. There are white people who got black grandchildren. Y'all got to remember where we are in this time. Yeah. Got black grandchildren, got black um, uh, daughter-in-laws and things like that. They don't want to see nothing happen to them. Basically. Okay? So all white people are not bad people. We understand and know this. But where we got to realize is that they don't want to see us united. No. They really don't. Well, the height, the height and, and I could get deeper into this, but I want the higher powers that be don't want to see us united. That's the last thing they right. want. Genocide, like... Mixed melon and stuff like that, mm -hmm. they don't want that. You know, like, one thing, we black. The worst thing you can be in their eyes is black. They don't like, the, especially the black men. But black know. is the dominant genius. But they all came so, from black. Know that. They all came see, from black, though. Like, it's so deep, the way we've been used as people. And I was telling my homeboy, man, my homeboy was talking last night. And I was like, think of it this way. Like, you know, take, for instance, the show Good Times. Mm -hmm. Remember after, like, season one and two, they kicked James off of that. They kicked the father out the house. Mm -hmm. That was a image of what was going on in society. If you notice, like, we was talking about politics. We both agree politics is bullshit because both sides are played by the same entity at the top. And we sit here dingling ourselves fighting one another right versus left. 
So we was talking, and a lot of black people don't understand this. When politics first started, Republicans was for the black, for the black, black people. people. Yeah, I, I a lot of people don't that. know that. But you got to look in what happened somewhere in the, between the fifties and the sixties. You got Lyndon B. Johnson, you got the KKK, and all that good stuff mm-hmm. happening. And it's a quote where I believe it's Lyndon B. Johnson. He said, "I have Negroes um, voting for Democrat for the next two hundred years." So you got to understand what happened when black people let started like less you know less black people own, taking ownership and mm-hmm. enterprise and owning their own things. You started saying that shift when they went over to Dem- the Democratic Party. Well, what happened was when you put housing authority into effect, mm-hmm. you put Medicaid into effect, you put food stamps into effect, black people don't question why the father can't be there. Why is it that the father have to be at the house in order for this lady to receive these you know, yeah, benefits. You know, benefits. benefits? So what happens is, you know, the Democrats keep us full off of debt. So they tell you, this guy, let's say he's Trump. I'm Biden. Man, that dude going to take away your food stamps. He going to take away your Medicaid. What you going to do? You going to run to me. So what it is is black people are stuck on this plantation. We keep wondering why civil rights and movements like this continue to happen every four years. It's because we are our own enemy. We continue to do the same thing like I told my mom. She was like, well, why didn't you vote Democrat? And I was like, mom, the last 40 years you've been alive, you're 50 saying. The same way when you was 10, it was the same way that it is now. Do you not see what the problem is? It's not so much of the white man keeping you down, but you're contributing to the white man keeping you down because you're not trying to break the cycle or break the change. Do you ever think what would happen if we as black people had our own party? So therefore, we would hold each other accountable. Make sure, you know, we're not just coming every four years and say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, but I don't do that. You see what I'm saying? So we And they voted. And if we had our own party, that's like with the Black Panthers. You know, the Black Panthers went in the community and they made sure these kids had lunch and breakfast in the morning. You know, they made sure. Yeah, they made sure that the white men, and I'm not being racist, didn't come in the neighborhood and try some shit. Because they held them accountable. They had their, their Second Amendment. They took advantage of that Second Amendment and held these people to higher standards. But whereas black people, we become our worst enemy because, because we've allowed ourselves to be pawns. And so when you get somebody who actually sees it, black people would rather listen to a white man say what I'm saying than listen mm-hmm. to actually black man. Because I'm a sellout, I'm a coon. Because I'm, I'm speaking knowledge to you. You think I'm on some hotel stuff. But I'm actually telling you how to fight it, how to break the cycle. But whereas black people, we don't listen. You know, we get so caught up in our emotions and we get played like that. So until we decide to wake up and do what we're supposed to do on our end, it's going to continue to be the same thing the next four years. And if you notice, it only happens during election year, 2016, 2012. Black people, wake up, wake up. Don't be, you know, don't let the television, tell it, lie, like tell live vision. Don't let it take don't let it overtake you. Wake up. All they doing is got dog on mask and everything. And exactly. they, they sneaking they got dog on people they exactly. going into office. That's like yesterday. Right. That's um, how they pe- doing it. Like yesterday how they had the blackout on social media. Uh-huh. The reason they had the blackout is because people don't know Hillary Clinton was on trial yesterday mm. because of those emails. But they had blackout. And you didn't even know about you it. You didn't know about it because if you're not on social media. How you going to see how it? How you going to see it? Because did any news networks talk about it? Nope. nope. What they were talking about? The protest. Nope. So. I did something yesterday. I was like, you know what? I know this is happening. Let me go on Google. And another thing is Google. You can't find it. There's no traces of it. So last week when Trump came out about the uh, censoring the tech thing, mm-hmm. people thought he was trying to take the internet away. He's not taking the internet away. It's that the internet has certain standards for certain individuals like Hillary Clinton and is you know certain people. So they they're gonna feed you false information. So if you go search something on Google, usually how you know how we search. And it's using like the top three 
links that they have mm -hmm. up there. Yeah. So that yeah, so they they might link that you really need that information that you're trying to find on Hillary. It might be on the fiftieth page, but they know who's gonna sit the fifty page. Fifty page. Yeah. So when he's it talking, ain't the first top three exactly, like everything else. Exactly. So yeah. when he's talking about censoring, he's talking about how you know certain people can get away. That's like if I post a fight from World Star, I don't get banned for that. Facebook don't touch me for that. But if I post something trying to wake people up, like every week, Facebook hit me like five times a week, fact checking me when I know what my facts is. But because it doesn't line up with their agenda, what they want, they're fact checking me. So or when they he, put you in Facebook yeah, or they jail. put you in, fa they put you in Facebook, Facebook jail. jail. So when he when he did that order, that wasn't trying to take the internet away, people. That's scary and don't really know. That's what that was for. Because if you're gonna be on the platform, so they would give you information, just hiding the information and make you yeah, go search for and it. make you go search for it. And if you can't find it. It never you stop looking. Yeah, yeah, you start looking and it never happened. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's like... It's like like they say, if you want a guy dog on food, a black person... Put, put it, it in a book. book. Exactly. Same so concept. Yeah. We got to wake up. We as black people, we are the key, like I told people. We are the key. Because these, if you notice, Republicans don't quit, don't care. They never tried to cater to us. But you see the Democrats are the ones who try to, you know, come to the fish fry and try to bring juvenile out to cater to. Because that's what they think about us. But you have to hold them to a certain standard. Like Charlemagne Lagarde asked him a couple weeks ago in the mm. Breakfast Club, and he he wanted to go That's in on Trump. He wanted to go in on Trump. We're not talking about Trump. We don't care about Trump. We're talking about what can you do for us. And in too long, we always go for, you know, we just give them my vote. Give them my vote. Because they're a Democrat. Because they're a Democrat. And that's what the don't problem. Don't know none of their history. Don't know none of their history. And like I told y'all last week, I used to be guilty of that. Straight down the ballot. Don't know them. Don't care. Just Democrat, 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 Democrat. But like I said, we had a conversation with the Bob Shark today. Mm -hmm. I think now, people so tired of God dog on Trump that they don't give a damn who it is mm -hmm. in the office now. Like, Biden got to do some, some of the stupidest shit. He got to damn near call everybody in America, niggas, or club with a damn <laughs> baby, or something ridiculous for him to lose this one. Because see, Trump fucking up so bad, I'm everybody just want to get him out of office. See, like, get him I'm gone. A, I'm going to tell you why I can't play the lesser of two evil game. I can't do that. Because I can't go for I can't go for Trump because he doesn't know how to appeal to the public. The things he's saying, yeah. you, have to, you have to have like he's a... He's not a people a, person a, at all. He's not Trump a people just, person. Just, he's not but, trying to be. Yeah, he just but, he but at the same time... I can't go for Biden either because I know what I know about him. I know he was affiliated with the KKK. I know he didn't want segregation during the 70s. And I know also... So what you going to do, not vote at all? No. See, that's what that, I'm about to get to that because yeah, that's what people me. don't know. So he also was with the minimum uh, first sentence rule, 10 to 1 rule. Biden was the heaviest pusher <coughs> that. People don't know that. So it's like, I, dude, I know who you really are. I know you got the mask on because you was Obama homeboy. Let people invite you to the cookout. Nah, not this brother. So if I'm voting for a presidential, even though I know independent wouldn't win, I'm not giving my vote to the Republic Party or the Democratic Party. See, nobody, you didn't even know. You probably don't even know. It's an independent yeah, party. Yeah, I'm the independent. You know, yeah. That. So I would rather, even though my vote not going to count, I would rather go to independent before I choose a side. And that's just me. Let but, people can do yeah, what they want that's to. that's you. But other people, they're going to they 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 do the lesser of evils. Like, you know what? And see, I'd rather deal with Biden than deal with, keep dealing with Trump see, for another guy. That's, dog on and see, years. that's what the problem is. And that's what's what, so what going to end up happening. Let, let's say if you're, if you're black and you're a gun owner. Let people don't know, Biden already said it. He's taking away assault rifles. So when he get in that office and they come knocking at your door for your assault rifle, don't get mad because you have no one to blame but yourself. That's why I say that's where research comes in. At. I just, just me personally, I know I refuse to be a pawn. Once, like I say, like I said this morning, black people run the world. We just don't know. 
We haven't recognized it yet no. that we run the world. We and, do. But, but guess what? Guess who know? Black people run the world. Other people. Is, and that's they why you, know it. And, and that's they why they want to keep you in control. Exactly. And that's why they, they continue. Know it. Until yeah. we wake up, it's going to be the same issue. Yeah. So we're going to be here, help, hopefully, God helping. So four years later, I don't want it to happen, but it's going to happen again. And it's going to continue happen. We can tear down as much as we want to. It's going to happen again. Until we start talking they lingo and more of us getting there that's not, you know, contaminated and we actually care about the community and make a difference, then we'll see change. But until, until then, we won't. That's why if you think, think about Tupac. Tupac would have been perfect for a situation today. It would have been perfect if we would have had a Tupac today. But because people thought he was, hold on, hold on. People thought he was violent and stuff. He wasn't violent. He was doing the same thing Malcolm was doing. Just standing up for your rights and not becoming a pawn in the game. And when you do that, they look at you as your problem. They thought the same thing with Harriet Tubman. But, like I posted this, it was but, slaves that thought she was a problem. But you know what? They would have made sure they got rid of him too. The same way they got rid of Malcolm. The same way they got rid of Martin. They gonna get rid of part two. But True, if the but unity I mean, was there though, that's exactly. the difference. Listen, if the, white folks want to get rid of you, they gonna get rid of you. And they killed. Listen, they killed Malcolm X in a crowded theater. Well, that wasn't so them. That, that was that was that was hold on 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 Use y'all people against us. And that's every the time. problem. But that's, the that's problem. what I'm saying, though. Yeah, Wake up. Saying. Yeah, I'm saying. I, I got you what I'm saying, but I'm saying. We don't realize how mm-hmm. powerful we are. we are when we stand mm-hmm. together. And when I say educate yourself, you don't have to have college degrees to educate yourself. You, if you can yeah. read, yeah. if you can comprehend, that's all, and you have eyes, that's all you need. But we don't want to do that. Well, once again, I don't know person going to be that's going to be our stand-up go-to person our voice for the black people because we we, we we so got doggone suspicious about certain people are you going to really be for the black agenda but even though he might have it in his deep down his heart like yeah i'm for the black agenda but it could be somebody in the background looking like i don't trust him i don't see, believe him that's why i say this don't look for another man to be that person let that be you you know each and every day like me i feel like i'm obligated to share what I know, regardless, it could be one person yeah. who I touch that day. You remember, we talked about yeah. that it could be before. One, I yeah. feel like I'm, black I'm, people don't yeah. want you to get ahead yeah. of them, so, so they I feel, keep it to yeah. themselves. So I feel like I'm obligated. That's like if you look in a sense, like I'm spiritual, I'm not religious, but if you look at a religious person and they say if you don't share your testimony and you sit on that testimony, you're just as bad as you know the hopeless or the you know people that don't understand. So me, if I'm not sharing what I know and trying to wake people up, no matter how much they don't want it. All I can do is post it out there. If I don't post it out there and put it out there, I'm just as bad as people that sleep. You know what do? So, but so, and this is bad. I talk to my brother about this all the time. It's bad. Sometimes you have to sneak stuff out of black people. Like always, I always post like little memes. Mm-hmm. I always post like little quotes it's and stuff. A, you you have to you have to sneak it on mm-hmm. on certain black folks. You just can't come directly at them because they think you're preaching at them or you're talking down see, that's to how them. I do with the so you have to sneak it to them sometimes. Yeah, tell them what to do. So well, you have to sneak it to them sometimes. Well, see, sometimes like I do that with subliminal. The, like with the Epstein guy, everyone knows that the Epstein guy didn't kill himself. Everyone knows Hillary had him killed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you might see me post something and it'll say the sky is blue and you are black. Jerry Epstein, you know, didn't kill him. So, you know, in a little, you know, comedy fashion, mm-hmm. you know. But, I mean, if you wake up, you can see what's really going on right there in front of you. You know. Yeah, but I don't think the world ready for the truth. 
Like you, you have to some kind of way. So it, it's back door, no back door. I always say back door, but yeah. you got the back door with information mm-hmm. so they can learn it. Because if you give it to them straight, point blank in a discussion, this is how it is. They can look like you crazy. Like but, oh, see, you're a conspiracy theorist. And, and, you know, but, like, that, but that's you know, the word. But you know, wait, that's the, they don't know. That's the word. Right but yeah. what they don't know is in the '60s the FBI made that word up. So it would be like that. If you look up conspiracy theory, they'll tell you it's a word that the FBI came up with in the '60s. Again, black people being used as mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. I say. Mm-hmm. All right, Lord, oh, we, we preach it on So I'm going to go to some of our our views. Marikas, again, thank you. He says vote, yes. vote, vote on all. Levels. Yes. We've been saying it yeah. on all levels. That's right. Contact County. Them. Like you said, contact them. County. If you don't like the way the county going, you know, you got a lot. City. A lot of people talking about, oh, put Leon Lott back in there. If you don't like the way things going, make that like change. The way he, there you go. I ain't got no problem with Leon Lott. I mm-hmm. ain't going to lie to you. Yeah. I ain't got no problem with Leon Lott. Leon Lott, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm just saying if you do, you know. If you do. Yeah. yeah. I have no problem with Leon But like, I'm going, I will be, I checked, I will be at City Hall on the 16th. So I will be down there, you know, making my voice heard because I can't speak on things. If I'm not getting off my behind and doing anything about it. it. So. True, true, true. Okay. And, and and just for those who are listening, tell them about the 16th. For those who don't know. Yeah. Oh, you talking to me? I thought you just yeah. talked to the people. Yeah, it's it's right down on Main Street, downtown, third floor. It's on the 16th. They would have had one on the 2nd, which was yesterday. But because of the protest and everything, they did it virtually. And I was at work at 2 o'clock. So it was no way I could make that. But my thing is, you know, I can't sit here and be a hypocrite. And, you know, get on the people that's out there protesting, even if they're not doing it the right way. But I'm sitting on my behind. So, you know, you got to be what you want. So, you know, if you want that change, it starts with you. So that's all I'm saying. True, true, true. All right. All right. And so, um, and and, and Miss Pham, is it Barbara Diva Baker? That's what you call her? Yeah, uh, she, she makes cakes and stuff. She you knows she makes some good old cakes she for, says, for your boy. And we she right. need more of us as judges, she right. lawyers, senators, and doctors. Yeah, I was talking to. Um, we don't need more rappers yes. and ballers and reality stars. Yeah. I agree. I don't even watch reality TV no more because reality it ain't TV reality, ain't man. even yeah. goddamn reality. It's not. Yeah, I, I was talking I don't to um, like none of it. Venom uh-huh. on her live a couple of days ago, and I was like, oh, we need, yeah, to, we, did. Yeah, yeah, we need to get like people of in our city that's mm-hmm. somebody like you know what I'm saying, well known people, and have a council, and you get this council, and then you go to the mayor. You you want to sit down mm-hmm. with the governor. You want to sit down with the city councilman and yeah. the senate, and sit down with him and give people voices that don't have a voice. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Like some people can't sit down and articulate themselves. Articulate, like I say, what they want to say. Mm-hmm. So they gotta get somebody to do the form. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And get somebody like a look small committee mm-hmm. and sit down and this is this is the problem in the black community. Yeah, this right. is what's going on. Yep. This is what we need in the black community. And sit down and talk to them about it. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Organization. Listen, yep. the mayor Benjamin is pretty cool. Bad bitch is pretty cool. He comes yeah. to the shop every year and mm-hmm. donate stuff for the kids when yeah. I do free haircuts. Listen, but he a real cool dude. I thinking if you go there with a council mm-hmm. and tell that man what you want to do, I think he can listen. Yeah. I really like, think like, that man like would listen. How people got mad at him on Saturday when he said, "Get y'all asses home." Yeah, get out. I saw nothing wrong with what he said. No, because get out of our goddamn city, tearing up our stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't belong here. Yeah. So why you here tearing up our stuff? Yep. He mad. He pissed off. This mm-hmm. is our city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, listen. He done made some. Atlanta. Listen. Atlanta oh yeah. Same thing. He Come done on. made some major changes. In Columbia, South Carolina, since he done got in office, yeah. you know, bringing the, the um the Black Expo mm. down downtown, yeah. you know, bringing like the um the hip hop, all that kind of stuff. He done made some major changes for Black people to mm. have stuff 
down here in South Carolina. So I'm thinking if we come to him with our opinions mm-hmm. and our voices, I'm quite sure my bet my bottom dollar he'll listen. Yeah. I think he will listen. I think he is for the people. He for everybody. And, that, and see, that's what it begins with. You just have to get up, organize, and go to these people. Fake. Go to where they yeah. they're at. Go to them. But see, you know, he he never to hop skip it and jump away. Yeah. When I email him and say I'm mm-hmm. having this that and other. He emailed back maybe like two or three days later, uh-huh. I'll be there. And yeah. that man will show up with his staff mm-hmm. with boxes of stuff yeah. to give you these kids. He did so he, he ain't hard yeah. to get in contact with. If you really want to get in contact mm-hmm. with him, you can find him. Yeah. You can get in contact with him. And he and he probably sitting somewhere listening now. Somebody probably need to be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> or he probably getting it now. You didn't listen to this. Bro. They're talking about you on the, on the new, you know what I'm saying, yeah. on, on the show. Yeah. But I think he's a good dude. I really mm-hmm. think he's a good dude. And I think everybody, say fuck the police, but I think Leon Lott, all right, too. Yeah. I really think Leon I mean, like his numbers is impeccable. Yeah, and like I say, I think yeah. it would also help if we had policemen that were in communities that they know about. Like, don't have a you know a white right. uh, yeah. officer in Hyatt right. Park, a Latimer Manor. Like you used to do back in the day. Yeah, and and back relate. in the day. Yeah. Go get somebody from that neighborhood, exactly. make them a cop, exactly. or let them be a cop and walk around the neighborhood and know everybody. It's, exactly. it's like Mayberry. Yeah, like Mayberry. Like Mayberry. Everybody know everybody. You know what's going on. It's the trust. I can relate to these people. Call officer such and such to come mm-hmm. down here and see what's going on. Exactly. He go down there right. like, you know what? I got it. I got it under mm-hmm. control. Y'all chill right. out. Because nine right. times out of ten, exactly. if you have that rapport with an officer, you you cool with him. Like I know mm-hmm. a couple of depths, uh, a couple of couple of officers. You know, like they're cool. Like back mm-hmm. in 2016 when I was riding, I came face to face with one of you know one of the officers that was asking my patient I'm like, hey man, you know. Kind of feel, you know, putting them through, you know, mm-hmm. this, even though I knew what I was doing it for, I was there for the right reasons. But all of them, not bad, you know. Mm-hmm. I just feel like if we had that rapport and they come out to the community, you know, even if you ever watched The Wire, if you remember McNulty, how McNulty yeah. would be in the community, I think that's what we need. I think if we, I think you, we, we could even get a white officer mm-hmm. if he's not so standoffish and got doggone mean afraid. and, and yeah. afraid of black people. <laughs> afraid. If he come in the name, because I seen, I don't know this dude, uh-huh. it's a little white dude that be on Facebook and he's a police officer. Mm-hmm. I think he be in Florida he somewhere. He going to the neighborhood. And he going to the neighborhood play yeah. basketball with yeah, him. With the and, kids. and them, them yeah. damn black they people, yeah. they love that yep. little white dude. Yep. They love him to death because he, I don't say he can relate, but he mm-hmm. go there and he he's you human. Yeah. It's not like you don't see that human to him. So nah. when they go, we like, you know what? It's a cool white dude, mm-hmm. and he's also a police officer. He come check on us every other time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They got rapport with him, and if something happened, they probably call him. He go down there and make exactly. sure everything's straight, and he got that respect yep. because right. he he communicate with these people. Yeah, right. If we need to have people like that. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you white, black, black Chinese, they, whoever. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If you go there and get in the community and you help the community, they yep. show that you really care, care. about them. Mm-hmm. They'll got dog on. You know what I'm saying? They'll love you back. Exactly. Right. But. You right. can't go in there and, and, and without that foolishness. Folks, we are always the most welcoming to others. We Definitely. are always the most welcoming to others, and we're always loving to others. So it's no excuse. We just need the trust. Mm-hmm. If we don't have the trust, but it's hard to trust. Like like yeah. my, like a lot to you. If I see a police officer, I'm looking at him, looking at him crazy. Like hey. the fuck he want? <laughs> hey. what, what the hell hey. going on? It's so bad. Why not? Because that they left the community. And that's just like when me and you have even talked. Mm-hmm. When we went to Canada. The police officers are not driving around in cars. They are walking the city. They're out communicating with the people, involved with the people. Yeah. That's a big difference versus being, you know, driving around. Every time an incident happens, you pulling out your gun or, or you being a bully. Yeah. You know, they actually communicate and talk to you. And it, it is so different. And you can tell the difference between the people and the officers there yeah. versus... Here. Here. Yeah, here. 
So, but we're not gonna get into what you know how police officers. You know, I know the story because yeah. I, I do my yeah. reading. But you yeah. they'll get into why they became police officers in the first place, mm-hmm. all the right. way back down to slavery. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we'll have that another day. We'll have an yeah. educational class another day. Me and Rella, <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll, we'll sit down hey, and tell we, y'all we all can kind do it of all stuff. day, man. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we done been here almost. Ooh, three, Jesus, is it three it's, hours? It's ten o'clock. Woo! Two hours and thirty-five minutes. Wow. So we are going to end for tonight. We want to thank you all for coming and sharing yes. with yes. us. Again, like, share, like, share, fish grits, post, um, download Anchor and Spotify, listen to previous shows, you know, show love to Fish and Grits. You know, we're going to keep coming back, um, discussing whatever you want to discuss. We are here. It's all about communication. Hey, we love y'all. Y'all stay safe. My phone there. Stay safe. All right. My phone done died on me, people. We, all the comments, <laughs> I killed my battery. I killed my battery. We'll holler at y'all next week. All right. Peace. Peace is out. Deuces, deuces, deuces. I got to find it. Oh, Lord. She don't know where the music at, people. Oh, yeah. And I'm not connected because your phone was connected. Oh, well, my phone dead now, so it ain't going to be. You can connect all you want. <coughs> connect it. Oh, boy. Oh, man. It was a good show, man. Another good yeah, show. It's hot in here. Oh, so you hot now, now? Now I'm hot now. now, you're I, hot got, now. I got animated, so I got real, real hot. Yeah, man. I'm about to cut y'all off on Facebook. Y'all need to see all this foolishness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Another good show. Oh, my goodness. See, Terry, keep it cool. Like, I like it. That's how my house is right mm-hmm. now. That ice box. I don't play that. I Time be going by so fast. I don't even see the speed on it. Yeah, finish and then approach. It's your coast. Make it public. Somebody go out. It's a lot we don't know about. I know it's crazy. It ain't gonna never be.